States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own hidden symbols and messages as well as all the lyrics of all the top rock songs. And they all sing the same refrain. This is a special request. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensor media. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it ganja. Host Adam Dunn. And I'm your co-host Mitch Tanasa. And we're joined in the studio, of course, with Bike. Hey, hey. And the kid. And the kid. And we are uh, talking today about some Weed live shit. resin. Live. Not dead. Not resin. dead. It's alive. Undead resin. But there's zombie resin. There's all sorts of resin. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a whole gamut now. It's how, how, how much life you got left in you. Um, so we're going to have uh, Ry Pritchard in the studio. Who else we got? Kind Bill. Kind Bill in the studio also. Nice. And then uh, we got Tanner in the studio. From Black Sheep. <laughs> Black Sheep. <laughs> So how was, how was AU, your AU, I should say. AU. Yeah, AU, AU. AU. AU, Gene. Wow. <laughs> how was your week, Adam? Uh, it was good. Got kind of, you know, beat up over the show, last couple. Show your injury. Uh, <laughs> that's my transplant. Transplant <laughs> injuries. So Adam and I. Oh. Stigmata. Stigmata. Adam and I thwarted a terrorist <laughs> plot this weekend. It left me with an eye injury and Adam yeah, we, we, with his hand we, hurt. We but we saved, saved America we again. saved America once again. Uh, we don't really like to Brag. I don't need any more details than that. That sums no. it up. I took a bullet, I do. I took I a bullet, bullet to the hand. I took a bullet to the hand. Yes. So two weeks ago, you flip your... Uh, he actually grabbed a hot gun. But he, the guy shot, and he grabbed it, and, and grabbed the pressure it. was too much for the bullet to come out. Yeah. It burned his hand, but it backfired and killed the terrorist. Oh, the steam, the steam awesome. got in your eye? I got hit in the eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got to wear the glasses. Huh. But, but we stopped him, and we saved the flight. We're like middle-aged, uh, not... Ninja turtle things, yeah. yeah, exactly like that. Yeah, not buying it. So, yeah. so what? What really happened? Uh, transplanting a lot nice. of soil. Uh, I had a really well uh, after the terrorist. I had a lot. Of we had to do a heart transplant. Uh-huh. 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 Exactly. No, I had a really short shovel, and I was fucking just transplanting yesterday. Kind of getting a little bit too uh, too excited, I guess. It happened within like ten minutes, dude. It wasn't even like. That was the result of long work. It was that was the result. No, of that terrorist thing happened fast, and then well, the heart transplant was fast. It's all those things. You got to be ready. That's how those things go. That's why it's improvisation, just like last. But radio. no, my week was all right. It goes quick, dude. These weeks are going so fast. I'm just like, what? A week? Is that a week already? Man. But uh, no, just working on the farm with Ace. Nice with a short shovel. You want a long shovel for your birthday? <sighs> Like the short shovel worked handle? really well for certain things. It was like, like you know, those short fishing poles. You know, sure. they're totally useless if you're like, you know, a nice big space. But when you're in the under the undergrowth, when you're in there, you're, you're in there, there get yeah. some work done. But uh, no, we did some transplanting and some, you know, general general maintenance. How about yourself? Nah. Besides guy infections. Well, and, uh, I I had the parents the in town, and then the whole family had. Stomach flu, and the oh day after stomach flu, I got an eye infection. Man, you guys are good. I prob possibly as a result of stomach flu. Who knows? So uh, yeah, that sounds been great. been one of those weeks, pretty much tied up with medical stuff. Aha! There she is, cheesecake lady in the house. Nice. Kid, how was your week? It was good. I'm just move it, sure dog. Duke's gonna be cool. Uh, move it, Duke. Jesus. And Mr. Bike. <coughs> hey now, busy busy week. Busy week. What happened? I left the house twice. Hey. Wow. Two yes. times? Two times, both for musical reasons. 
for musical reasons? Yes, I went to. <laughs> what does it even mean? Oh, did you go to Fish? Oh, oh you went to Fish. First, I went to Hall and Oates. I forgot about that. I feel like Fish is a music. Do you love Hall and Oates? I think you went you to Hall and Oates. Last um, Monday, I went to Hall and Oates, uh, my first show ever at Red Rocks. Last that Monday was your, was your first, first show at Red Rocks? Been here eight years. Oh my. You know what, though? You get what it's all and about? Seven to go years. Well, listen, I've been to Red Rocks before. Yeah, but not for a show. Not for a show. No, you but get what it's all about, though. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I had it. I knew what it was all about before. I mean, did you, I mean, did you Mitch, I've been to 500 concerts in my life. Yeah, but how many of them were in a natural how you, amphitheater? How could you not go there for all the shows that have been yeah, happening? For, especially for, for your kind of stuff. And then decide. Something weird happened to me That's with it. music. I don't know when. Since I've been to Colorado, music is, is not the same for me. I think it's just because I had a certain age. The weed's better? Uh, is that why? Maybe I'm too stoned to enjoy it? I found no. myself at shows like more being stoned than watching the show a couple times. I, was, I wasn't even that stoned, to tell you the truth. All right, what's the kid got on camera here? The, the co- really nice floor cam action. Hey, what's going on? What is this? Dog cam. <laughs> dog cam. Dog cam. What you going to do? Oh, cool. <laughs> wow, this is great stuff. That's <laughs> Emmy Award winning video right there. <laughs> yes, that's Emmy Award winning. Emmy uh, Award winning. So you don't like music anymore now? I, wow. I, I'm starting to re-like it. Because um, of Red Rocks? Of sure, yeah. I had, a, I had a great time listening to Hall & Oates, and I couldn't believe how many freaking people were there. Did, was it like a normal I, Red Rocks show? I'm about to jump all over that. I, I was going to say, I'm looking at you like, come on, Hall & Oates. Is it like Zip. a normal Red Rocks show where everyone's on drugs? Segway. <laughs> were a lot of people on drugs at Hall & Oates? Everybody was on drugs. I was. I think, I think that Bike had a good time because Hall & Oates is clearly a show for fucking old people. Really old people. There was people. definitely old yeah. people like, there. It, it might it even be difficult for me to go there and hunt for men. It's, it's there was sad. old, old ladies there, like my great aunt. That's my point. Yes. Like, I'd Did be you fucking do hot that? at that show. That's yeah, yeah, how yeah, fucking yeah. sad like, it is. That's how fucking sad your social life is. <laughs> oh, it's pathetic. But Zoe, <laughs> <laughs> so did you go to fish too? <laughs> then I, I went. You're like jailbait there. I heard. Right? I thought the last night of fish was the best. So fish I went. Show so, I went so I went. So I went to fish on Saturday. I didn't go Friday. I watched it online Saturday, and, and after I, on Friday, I watched it online, and I said, "Oh, I'm, I'm kind of glad I didn't go to that because it was just." I mean, they dialed in, but the set list was just okay. A lot of new songs that I don't right. really know. They said it was a bunch of Newton first-time stuff. So then I went Saturday. Um, and how was Saturday? And they started... And they st- I didn't know any of the songs, dude. I left after the first set. I was not having a good time. I recognized one song. Usually I can tap right in and get dialed in and just... Right. Have a great time and get high from the now. Music. Is it less enjoyable if you don't recognize the song? Yes, absolutely. So the first fish show is never good because you don't know any of the songs. The first fish show I was on LSD for the first time, so it was amazing. You had a lot of firsts this week. What the hell? Like, this, this yeah, how old are you? When I leave the house. Just did LSD for the first time. In July twenty fifth, nineteen ninety two. Okay. In Stowe, Vermont. <laughs> I feel better now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna I say. Saw I saw fish open up. How old are you? I'm forty. I'll be forty three in March. So. Okay. Um, You're older than me. That's fucking awesome. Yes. Adam is By 48. Like six months, Did you know I'm that? I'm clinging to that shit. What? No, I'm not. 40. Adam's 53. <laughs> no, not good. Close. So then is that Grecian formula? No. no just Greek. <laughs> I, I left Saturday night and went and watched the rest of the show online. And it was like, <sighs> I'm glad I left. I was not impressed. And then you were like, fuck And Sunday. then I was a little tired. A little for Sunday and I said well I'm just going to use this as an excuse not to go because I'm tired Pinsky hit me up and he's like my buddy needs a ticket and I'm like I, I got one for you from Peabody just go hit up Peabody and tell him you can have my extra ticket and I didn't go and I wanted to cry by 
By set break, I want to cry. It was amazing. They made up for the first two nights. There's a Everyone saying, told me they made up for the past, like since the reunion. The tour was, the was really show. good. The tour was really good. It was it sucks and bands. They've been died their performance. Well, no. Here's the thing. If you can, if you can Im- even imagine this, they were quality wise. They were dialed the fuck in. They sounded amazing. If you liked the songs they were playing, but supposedly it was the classics. Or so whatever. on Sunday, there's a saying: never miss a Sunday show because everyone has to work Monday. So That's chances not are, true. Yes, That's it, a widespread panic thing. It's not because people have to work. On I'm not even going to address Didn't widespread panic that. right now. No, I'm, I'm so just saying that that's where that saying comes from. It's, it's a thing. I, what I said was, there's a saying. Yes. Never, Never miss a Sunday show. I didn't say where it came from. So I, I'd missed a Sunday show, and it after me right in the A. Yeah, but, but <laughs> Wooks don't work on Monday, so that happens. Well, it's also a holiday. Wooks don't work. Yeah, yeah, I, that's right. Widespread yeah. panic <laughs> fans are uh, the upper class. They have jobs and Mercedes and stuff, so... Anyways, it was an amazing show. The encore was even maybe the highlight of the tour. They did eight songs over 35 minutes, and it spelt the first letter of each song. They started this tradition at Dick's. That's you, Adam. Sorry, sorry. I know, I can never tell anything's going on. Anyways, they started this tradition at Dick's with a set list. The first letter of each song spells something, and they didn't do that this year until the encore. The encore spelled thank you. All I can ever think of is, like, fish, dicks, and the whole fish. And they get up on stage, and they say, we love it here at Dick's. We love dicks. Mike, do you love dicks? Paige, do you love dicks? Yeah. And everyone's like, I love dicks. Yeah. They get into it. In their mouth. In their mouth. They say in their mouth. Yeah, they do the salt shakers. And they just signed a 10-year contract. What's going on here with this dog and this camera? Okay, well, that's... This is good. This is good. You know... Well, there's two dogs. Where's the Emmy? Let's get the Emmy and show it. And show why you were on that Emmy. Show the Emmy. There's an Emmy? Yeah, the kid has an Emmy for video. Video Emmy. Can't you tell? And that's why we do so good. Oh, I brought... I'm perfect timing. Yes. That's pretty. He put a lot... He puts a lot of ice in to make it look like more. Ooh. Oh, thank you, sir. All right, now we're not having dog fights in here. Hey, the producer's yo, changing dogs around. Michael Vick, I need someone to hit news, news, news. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? I'm just trying to stop. Animals. Separating the dogs in the studio. Put back Live. Pepper pot in the So that was my Dreads, week. Dreads loving it. Dreads loving it. So yeah, you you just you missed out the best fish show that you could have possibly, and you had a ticket. And you I watched it online with Dreads. You gave it to Pinsky. Yes, Pinsky took the ticket for his friend. Of course he did. Did he pay you? There wasn't a there wasn't a thing. It was a miracle ticket. Didn't have, oh. didn't have a, you know it had a zero next to the dollar sign. Oh yeah, it was not for sale. It was not for trade. It was just gouged. Should have been like twenty eight hundred dollars. Oh, I don't have an American Express card acceptor. So <laughs> I guess yeah, the screen's gonna fall, kid. Yeah, this whole thing's going down. What's hey, remember remember when we said no dogs in the new studio because. Dog shouldn't be in studios, kid. Remember when you said that about the old studio that dogs shouldn't be in studios, and you had a good studio dog? Do you remember that discussion? I remember that discussion. I remember that. I've had kid, can you please hit news? I'm gonna hit news. Fix camera. Why don't you fix the camera while I'm reading the news? Because no one actually cares what it looks like, but everyone's listening. Yes, everyone is. Don't be a bitch. Yeah, there you go. Kid, news, news, news. Drink, drink, drink. Yes. All right, that was a great segue to the news, news, news of the uh, the news is hashtag news, news, news. Exactly. Do 
Bike does hashtag NNN. I like that. I'm glad you picked up on that. Thank you. I, I think that's well, great. I hope everyone should do that. Everyone should do that when they post news. You should there. do two of them. You should do hashtag news, 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 and hashtag NNN. But if you're on Twitter and you don't have the space, just the NNN. Well, you can even I mean, I'm so glad I don't waste my time with hashtags. Like, ever. No. Those are about the only time I did when, when you're involved, Adam. Thanks. Thank you for... Getting, getting all those I haven't heard that in so long Get ready for the one day tax holiday on Colorado marijuana It's not just uh, It's not just for patients though the Dispensaries can take advantage of that too right Is that true? How much tax does it cost you to transfer Well let's see Pounds wholesale Okay. We're it's thinking on the rec there will tax be specifically because it's the not the excise tax, right? It's, it's just the, ex- the rec retail. The rec. Yeah, it's the rec retail. Oh, this isn't the statewide tax holiday thing. I'm going to read the fucking article. I'll shut up. We're thinking there will be second. huge crowds as a shop owner about the September 16th break on the hefty Colorado marijuana tax on recreational weed, thanks to the Tabor Law. Colorado's unusual tax law is forcing the state to suspend taxes on recreational marijuana for one day. <laughs> the sales tax break on September 16th will shave $20 off the price of a mid-grade ounce of pot in the Denver area. I don't really care about the Associated Press's numbers. It's on you. Colorado Taxpayers' Bill of Right requires voter approval for new taxes. In 2013, a year after legalizing recreational pot, voters approved the 25% taxes. But the law requires that any new taxes be waived and refunded if overall state collections exceed projections given to the voters uh, when, the sti- when they approve the new taxes. In this case, the pot taxes they project were projected to raise $70 million in 2014. They actually raised $58 million. But because overall tax collections that year exceeded projections, Colorado must ask voters for permission to keep the money and to comply with the re- requirement that the taxes revert to zero. Lawmakers settled on a short one-day tax waiver. That day is September 16th, one day after the state's books for the previous fiscal year are made final. Marijuana won't be completely tax-free that day. A regular 2.9% sales tax still applies, as do local medical taxes, uh, medical and local taxes. So he shaved a tiny bit off. 25%. Dude, it's, it's the big one. The, the big, big one. one. That's, well, that's cool. be interesting to see how many shops, like, somehow miraculously They're like, sell out on They're bigger than 420. They're expecting it to be, like, so January 1st again. I'm seeing pretty low prices in rec shops anyways. You seeing the like hundred bucks. Hundred dollar ounces, three hundred and fifty dollar yeah. ounces of wax. Of garbage. Yeah. People then they're sold out though. That's the yeah, thing. But you that's know the, that. That's the thing. Yeah, exactly. It's the bait and switch. They pull you in for it and then it's not. No, there. they're getting a lot of people coming in and buying it. Yeah, and blasting it or making rosin. No, they make rosin out of it, right, kid? Sure. Out of wax? No. Sure. No, it's impossible. No. No, what wax goes a different place, but hundred dollar ounces get turned into rosin. Right, yes. News news news. So the hair straighteners are all Months after marijuana holds post tests find pesticides in products. What do you think about this one, Bikey? <laughs> Some of your favorite stuff, right? I saw this yesterday. Nearly six months after the city of Denver began a crackdown on unapproved pesticides and marijuana products, a spot check by the Denver Post found that the chemicals are still being sold to consumers. Eight lab tests commissioned by the Post on recreational marijuana extracts purchased at two shops found most contain no pesticides that are not approved by the Colorado Department of Agriculture. But two tests on concentrated marijuana products sold at one store found levels of three pesticides that the state says cannot be used to grow marijuana. Both items were manufactured by Mahatma Concentrates in Denver, which made its extracts from raw marijuana grown by Treatments Unlimited, which operates the Altitude Shops in Denver. 
the so, level for one of the pesticides was six times the maximum amount allowed by the federal government on any food product, and 1,800 times the highest d- level Denver accepted when it quarantined marijuana plants earlier this year. The pesticides found were mycol- mycobutanol, uh, Eagle 20, imidacloprid, mallet, and avermectin, avid. Um, treatments co-owner Chase Bradshaw said his company did use products that contain the unapproved pesticides. We used to use Eagle 20. I will not deny that, he said. However, we were never a business that would use it in an illegal manner or preventative manner. It was always as needed, maybe once every three months or once every six months, once a year, but never as part of a regimen. The company has stopped using the pesticide, he said. None of the pesticides were found were listed on Mahatma's product labels as required by state law, the Post found. The Denver health official said any trace of a disallowed pesticide in marijuana products is worrisome. This information indicates a significant public health concern. No alcohol. Oh uh, yeah, triple shot. Pre-fermented. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like a Long Island iced tea, but yeah, doubled up. Double, really double tea. That's cool. Yeah, we get hammered here in the Adam Dunn show. That's what we do. I just don't pay, you know. I, it's good to check. Ah, speaking of getting hammered, that's for nighttime. Straight from Liquid Lime. <laughs> well, that was funny. Uh, from Liquid uh, we were in San Bernardino. They, I had no idea, and and apparently, Sorry, talking to the mic, I, I had no idea yeah, that Jamaica was spelled the same as Jamaica because <coughs> you don't I know how Spanish is pronounced because you're know. racist. And you were like, eh, "Give me a Jamaica." So I'm like, "Oh yeah, what is what's Jamaica juice?" And Mitch is like, "That's uh, that's Jamaica." Taught you a cool lesson. story, bro. Yeah, news, news, news. <laughs> Less talking, more pushing. Less talking, more pushing. More pushing. That's what she said. News, 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 news. Courtesy of Bicali, Puritan rated by federal authorities. I didn't even think this was real when it got it in the email. I know the website looks like what is this? So fake. Yeah, so like HTML 3.0. Lahar Manufacturing, Puritan. Recently ceased all business operations because of failure to comply with state and federal regulations. A recent raid of their home offices were followed by all inventory, bank accounts, and assets being seized by federal authorities, further putting the cigar and tobacco industry at risk. Lahar was shipping improperly and mislabeled hazardous materials across the country and marketing their products for misuse. That oh, that was crazy. I saw that, too. That is this a ZHO type? No, no it's Puritan. It's Puritan. It was 99.9% Puritan. 99.98, I think they said. It's Korean-made medical... It should have made in USA right was, on the can. And what was the one active thing that they said that couldn't be used? There was something I believe the issue was that they it were shipping it. You're not supposed to ship it in just like UPS. Right. And they were just like, yeah, we'll ship you. You want sure. so you want? And I guess they were advertising it to be used for extraction. Right. <coughs> so they in the misuse. 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 There we go. Mm-hmm. And uh, UN <coughs> numbers 2037, yeah, highly illegal. Well. I don't know what and that is. And that's what I was wondering about, that, that exact little thing. I think that has... It says, uh, I just can't imagine butane being transported with improper markings. It's putting millions of lives at risk. I feel like this butane... Millions. millions I thought lives. that, too. Yeah. Like, did it go by a million people in its travels, probably, yeah. I yeah. guess? Yeah, millions. Butane, one of those. So, I feel like so one guy might get hurt. Out of millions American are at butane risk. coalition is probably it's like Ronson started it. Like but- the butane industry is getting uh, all these wooks showing up in it and they don't like it. Do you oh, know, yeah. well, I, actually, I know a wook that's involved. In, in the butane industry? Yeah. yeah. He's killing it. He's doing really well. I bet With Ronson doesn't like Whoa, it. Whoa, attack. Can we put the well, dogs somewhere else as we get more and more people in the dog. studio? Super clean. Let's put, yeah, dogs live outside generally. <laughs> <laughs> um, <Not> outside. <laughs> Open that door. They live outside, Mitch? Yes. Yeah, they live outside. That's where they're from. That's where they're from. But dogs are domesticated. 
Yeah, they still live outside. No, they're no, no. I mean, they don't need much. They need a little don't maybe come to your house and report your dog living outside. I don't have a dog. Yeah, but some dogs want to be outside. I'll still report you. I know dogs that if don't. If your dog's don't outside in the cold. It's no cold. It's, it's summertime. <laughs> <laughs> it was cold last night. What are you talking about? It's still summer. Can we put the dogs in the bathroom that's cold. out of order? Yeah, they can fight. To the <laughs> yeah. yeah. We come put them in the pregnant. bathroom. Put them in the bathroom. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. It's out of order. They can drink out of the toilet. That's true. They have unlimited amount of water in there. Turn on the shower. They can have a pool party. <laughs> hey, Ben. We're getting it together. We got one more. So put you in the in the holding pattern. Here. Can we? Can we? Uh, I'm done with news. 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 We got cheesecake lady still in studio. Or did she put her dog? Right on. Well, uh, we have Ryan studio. There he is. Right on. Ryan Pritchard, Cunbill in studio. Boom. It's a full house. It's a very full house. As usual. We'll get Ryan Bill on the mic. Oh, watch out! You got a hawk around. There's a hawk flying around. Like buzzard, I should say. <laughs> it's a buzzard. <laughs> there's, a, there's a buzzard flying around. Vulture. <laughs> I had a vulture. We had that Sorry, buzzard I got, land I on got top the of buzzard, house. I got the buzzard taken care of. Oh, buzzard's done. There he is. Fed the buzzard. Happy buzzard. Look at his smile. I never see that guy smile so much. Never. What? Now you're coming to me? Okay, I will. Cece, he has some moss for you. Moss for you. Moss for you, man. Eat him up when you finish drinking I will. So... I'm eating my well-paid for. I noticed you're wearing yeah. glasses today. Well, tell us a story I besides the pink eye. Tell us what else. I told you about the terrorists, Tell us where too. you got those glasses. That's what I want to know. I got them in 1993. They're really thin. Those are thin? <laughs> 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 really, like oh, they're, they're thin <laughs> this way. And I got these glasses in, uh, they're like actually <laughs> Costco in New Jersey in uh, It's a pretty fun. Yeah, they're 2008 would be the oh, year. Oh, I was going to say years seven, but I was going to say a guy on a sidewalk stand outside of Costco. Falling down. Remember that movie? Something like that. That's kind of what you look like. You got like that. You could just pull an assault rifle out of your back of your car and just go that's a great movie, though. It's a good movie. Sort of Malcolm Xy, but not totally. Was what I was shooting that's for what at you the were time. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Malcolm I hit Q. it right. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Right on fucking point. I know. All right. So what do we got? News, news, news. Come on. Uh, come no, on. we're done. We're you got a cheesecake lady doing her little legislative report, but she no, ain't here. She ain't, well, can't do it if she's not here, right? Skipper. Uh, what do we <laughs> shout out to Cannabis All Stars coming shit? up do to yeah, uh, go ahead. the yeah, October seventeenth yeah. through the nineteenth, and they had a big announcement yesterday that Be Real will be there. Uh, hosting the show. Tell people what it is. Well, well, Cannabis All Stars third year, dude. It's like, come on, don't you know? No, it's East Coast, uh, Rhode Island. Uh, so it's coming from f- up from the underground. Then it is very underground, secret location, all that good stuff. But Be Real's going to be there, so Be Real the right will people be know about it. It just they just announced yesterday. And you're gonna? Ow! I almost got burned by the torch. <laughs> you're gonna interview Be Real about. Uh, about the OG in the closet and all that. We're yeah. going to work it out. That'll be good good timing there, too, because, you know, there's not much else to do in Rhode Island besides the event itself. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, yeah, going to be good fun. So I will be out there trying to get Blake to come. We'll see. Yep. yep. The kid, who knows? Maybe the kid will ride his Harley out there. Oh, he should. You should ride your That's Harley. That's a long ride for you should ship you should it. Real bikers do that shit all the time. Drive and, from and then, as I said, and you wear That's a, GoPro a long ride for a sportster. That's a long, uncomfortable ride. Good job. Well, real, real <laughs> men would real men would ride. Don't worry, you have that thing that you can break cars with if they get too close to you while you're driving. Oh, he's got that spike. He's got one of those things. <laughs> he said he just ordered one. Did you? What's it called, kid? A rock a tie down. Tie down. And or what is it? Down. What's a hang down? It's like a piece of rope that hangs down, and it's like wrapped in uh, leather, I guess, with a big old rope ball on the end, so you can wax stuff with it. 
Great. Because it's not a gang. It's a club. Uh, That's what clubs uh, need. Well, it's called the club because you club things with it. Yeah, club and people. Nope. So, uh, should we do shout outs? Anyway? Yeah, let's do them. Let's Good, do you ready? Boom. On so the video, shout out layover? Yeah, we can make it happen. We'll start it off with uh, Way to grow. number one in Colorado. Free grow supplies. I went there the other day, picked up a bunch of crap. Up. What'd you get? Mycos and things like that. Transplant. You know, nothing big. Oh, wow. Now they have the events right on the front page. Well, look at that. They've even updated their website. The website's looking good before, so if it's updated, it must be. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. A lot of stuff. Common pests, common plant ailments and diseases, nutrient deficiencies. <coughs> and the Canna sale going on this month, right? Still 25% off all Canna and 30% off the boost all September. And then if you go in and say Adam Dunshell, I think you get a better deal than that. So pretty much Canna will pay you if you go pick one of these up. It's like a rebate, essentially, I feel like. You yeah. end up with five bucks. Bam. And a free thing at Canna. That's good. Deal. Maybe not exactly, but Close give it a it. shot. Let us know. Big shout to Incredibles Edibles, Colorado's number one edibles. The only bar that Bike will eat. Bike makes fun of edibles pretty often because they don't do it for him. I'm just going to keep talking about Bike while he's doing something I'm else. Listening. You're going you're gonna to object if I say something wrong, I assume. I always do. Yeah. So, Incredibles, I've never heard you say anything bad about. I've, e- I've eaten Incredibles. And they work, and right? they taste delicious, and I've gotten high from them for sure. There's that's a three. That's a three for. That was only two. He got it all. It that's not, that's not hard to do, but Either I don't know why people have a hard time <laughs> but, doing but it. But for some reason, other people, other companies, most can't people, have most companies can't accomplish it. Yes, Fireberry bars are the best. Yes, Dredd. I've had I've had them all. Afghanos all day. Got Shout out to Dave Charnick if he's listening. That sounds more breakfasty to me. It is breakfasty with the coffee in there, but it's it's good to make. I like mile higher milkshakes with. But you have to get the 300 milligram Afgato because the 100 milligram Afgato is white chocolate, and the 300 milligram Afgato is is like dark chocolate. Yeah, you can go dark chocolate all the way. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, nice. <laughs> right on. That's good to know. Big shout out, of course, to Build a Soil, uh, bringing us our organic knowledge and resources. Um, check them out, buildasoil.com. I know most of you guys listening are very. He's, familiar like, four, with he's like on week four now, I think, or something like that on that one. Week five. He just dropped week five today. He's yep. got the video series right now of. Uh, no, if you go back, no-till. he did the no-till. Uh, seminar here on the show, and th- right that day, he started a no-till setup of his own, and he's been l- recording a thing every week. Uh, and they're little videos; you can watch them, and you know, it definitely brings all the principles to life. Uh, they're right there on buildasoil.com. You can go ahead and click on the blog, and uh, you'll get to all those videos and all his past appearances on the show as well. It's a really great uh, informational resource. Of course, big shout out to the Hobies at Dark Horse Genetics. Oh, the website is oh, updated again. Everyone's updating their website. Today is a, a website update. Wow. Well, there's so much new stuff. Jaw Farms is going to be their new uh, seed bank. You can go ahead and click on Jaw Farm right there. And that's where you're going to get your uh, Dark Horse Genetics, Mosca Franchise Genetics, uh, Kaya Pacific Northwest Roots line, including that Coffee Kush, the Ocean Grown Seeds, obviously La Plata Labs, Jaws Gear, uh, Green Life. Uh, and all the extracted <coughs> Colorado equipment, hat shirts and hoodies, uh, check them out, darkhorsegenetics.com. Also, big, big shout-out to Elite Cannabis and marysnutritionals.com. Uh, just this week, I got t- two more people. Hit me up. Where can we get CBD? Um, we need CBD from Colorado. Can you get it for me? Just go to marysnutritionals.com. Buy it with your credit card online. They'll ship it to you. 
and it's real. Like uh, you know, you guys have seen Dave Bonvillain from Elite on the show before. He's a human. He's a real person. He's, he's a real not a person. robot. This is not auto generated. It's not paste <laughs> from China. It's real. No. There are real fields grown by people we really know of these CBD plants, and and the extraction's legit. The whole thing is is highly legit, uh, and it's available nationwide, worldwide. Do they ship worldwide? And they have all different ratios too, right? Available. Yeah, not. they have a bunch of different products. Everything you could imagine uh, in the realm of CBD. Hell, you got THC available to you pretty much anywhere. CBD is the hard thing to find nowadays, right. which is weird. And they have it for pets. Mary's Pet Shop. Mary'sPetShop.com also. Uh, cheesecake Lady. What? Can you set up Jessica's mic ride? I mean, they have to share Well, well sure. Jessica's talking well, now. Jessica's going to be I'm doing the big... Now. This is your big... This is your moment to shine. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. When was the last time that happened? <laughs> The old slap on the head. Oh, well, you know that. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Whoa, almost again. <laughs> almost well, again. Be careful. Come on, kid. It was a joint effort the first time. This time it would have been my fault. Uh, shout out to Chris Kadash for starting smoking I think it's just because uh, just all... What was he smoking before? He was on oil. He was off flowers. Oh, he was being trendy? Two days ago, he was been re- he got I only dab. I don't smoke weed. Yeah. Everyone in Colorado goes through that for sure. Everyone in California, especially. Well, he's he's kind of new there, so sure he's on schedule. I don't smoke pre-run. Oh god! Yeah, I is smack someone. That's Jeremy Norris said that to me. I pulled out some. Oh, pre-run? Yeah, that's totally Cali. That's Cali. That's a Cali. <laughs> it's totally complete upper Cali. echelon. <laughs> oh, pre-run. No, sorry. Like we only, we only blast that line. here. But, I mean, it's always been that way with, you know, someone comes up to you and they, they can smell that you got good weed and they're like, oh, they offer you a joint. You just, nah, you know, you know, you know. Is that a white paper? Exactly. Is that like a zigzag orange? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's okay. We'll pass. Cheesecake lady? Cheesecake Mitch? lady. Tell us how the bastards are fucking us now. Okay, I'd love to. Um, so, basically, last week, last Monday, um, the state had their hearing about... Um, their new proposed rules. They actually haven't signed the rules or actually published them, so they're still at this point technically proposed <coughs> rules, which you know ha- does have some interesting contradictions in and of the fact that they have deadlines in the proposed rules that passed during this period while the rules are still technically under consideration. So they, they made these rules that they're like, let's decide on these, and they made deadlines in what they're deciding on, and that happened already. And, and they didn't oh yeah, the, the deadline was August 31st to... Uh, have a, if you were a manufacturer of infused products, i.e. concentrates, if you wanted to have a grow... Oh, Jesus, All kid. Right. Ah, oh, Jesus, kid. The mic doesn't stand up right. Oh, kid. Put it has on. nothing to do with you. You're <laughs> over there fussing on the floor, and I get... <laughs> the mic doesn't stand. The, the mic is just attracted to me like all phallic objects. Yeah, large um, black phallic objects. Jesus. Hey, who, who could blame <laughs> that? I'm, I'm pretty fucking hot. What can I say? Anyway, um, the... F- the gist of it is, like, if you have a um, grow that's attached to a uh, infused product, a retail grow that's attached to an infused products manufacturer, the state put a cap um, on your number of plants. And that cap is now the equivalent of the very lowest tier of number of plants for all entry-level businesses. It's, it's the lowest tier, and MIPS are capped there now. But the real issue is that if you were already an existing infused product manufacturer, like possibly some people who sponsor your show, um, and you applied for a waiver, your grow could have unlimited plants 
but you had to apply for and receive that approval prior to August 31st of 2015. Well, at least the playing field's even now because no one can get it. No, because a lot of people already applied for it because they knew it because they were writing the rules and they knew the rules wouldn't even be published to other people in the industry until gotcha. after they had applied for this. That's my point. It's it's the most foul form of protectionism for businesses that have uh, participated in the process, if you will. Sure. So basically, I what I don't like about it is that it caps MIPS. And also, it's just vertical integration. There's not supposed to be integration of any grow. Grows are supposed to be able to grow their plants. And if it's great flower, you sell it as flower. If it's not, you sell it to the market to be blasted <coughs> or cooked down. And the market determines what you get paid for that based on what it's worth. And now, basically, the state is doing this because in these m meetings that I went to, the state is keeps talking about how, you know, they need to have this, what they call production management. And that's what determined this new rule. But production management essentially is the state saying we need to keep the price high because our tax base will drop if we allow the price to drop in a free market economy. So they passed a bunch of new rules that essentially protect the price and reintegrate vertical integration into the industry after basically the voters and the legislature said, no, we don't need that. Additionally, the state wants to <coughs> take all the recreational rules I don't know, it's going to get political, but basically we're what's called a single subject rule state. So that means if there's two separate constitutional amendments, the legislature can't write a piece of any kind of law that affects two different amendments in the same law. They have to have separate laws written for each amendment. And the rules about the, you know, the stop sign diamond with the THC thing in it and the stamping of the products and all of that, um, were specifically written to apply to recreational, mm. to prevent accidental ingestion by people who weren't informed that these products were out there. And they weren't supposed to apply to medical because the legislature in their deliberation said, you know, they talked about it and they said, well, we can't do that. We need to write a separate bill. Let's wait till the next session to write a separate bill till we <coughs> see how the state implements this and how it impacts consumers and manufacturers. So now the Department of Revenue has decided to just override that and legislate from the corner office essentially by deciding that they're going to apply that to medical with no jurisdiction and no legislative right to do so. And, you know, I told them that you're violating single subject rule and the response of the state was we have what we are referring to as a broad and decisive power to protect the safety of consumers. So we're just going to basically create a new law to mimic a law that exists. And is there any way of challenging that, or is there any anything to be well, done? We are looking for people who want to challenge that in court, so that's... That's got to happen one in of court, the issues, pretty much? Yeah, one of the issues that the state will have to be taken to court because they're just way overstepping the boundaries. There's a lot of stuff where they're legislating that, where they're saying if you have a financial interest in three different grows... You have to have a fin controlling financial interest in a store. So if there's five guys who are partnered in five grows, there have to be, each of them has to have a controlling interest in a store. In a five separate, it has to be five separate stores or exactly. it wouldn't be a controlling interest. And right? so it's really kind of fucked up the way it's, it's structured now where everything has to be, you know, integrated again, but there's no reason for it. A grow should always be able to stand alone. If you're a brand new grow and you're starting from scratch, somebody who's a new entrant into the industry, sorry, I got a sneeze. 
I'm allergic to these fucking politics. Anyway, <laughs> if you're a brand new person who's going to start a brand new growth, somebody who's been saving their money in a shoebox, fucking waiting till they could get investors, working hard, totally following the rules, honest, never done anything wrong, getting their residency, you are starting at the minimum tier of 1,800 plants. It'll take you at least... At, at a best case scenario with everything in the market going in your favor and every time you sell your crop, selling it out as if it's the best product out there, it'll take you 30 months minimum to get to the tier where everyone who's in the industry today can start from. Is allowed to start from. Is yeah. allowed to start from. And that tier can keep exponentially applying for waivers to get more plants till they have a, like an R.J. Reynolds unlimited number of plants, essentially. So it really is blocking out new companies and new businesses from getting involved in the industry right. in any long-term way. The people on the panels, you know, are basically essentially <laughs> people who have had all these violations, and uh, you know, I mean, for they're, just, they're adjusting as they go along, basically change the rules yeah. to fit their their situation more or less. This fucking drink is amazing. It's, it's great, so right? Good, right? Amazing. A little it rum like in there. It though? only has like seven <laughs> kinds of alcohol in it. Yeah, I don't know how it does it. <laughs> I don't know how he Just does one it. hit of acid. He's amazing. I don't. W- I'm not worried about the LSD. It's the alcohol that I, that I fear. So Jessica, that's not the only fucked up shit that's been going on, right? Well, oh, that sounds like my my crybaby dog out there in the hall. We'll let you um, go check on her in about no, ten minutes. In a minute. Oh no! It's ten cool. minutes. She'll um, tear the door so down. essentially, <laughs> all the stuff that's going on with the state testing is such a hoax and a sham. I went to the state whatever you want to call it, the proficiency testing meeting, where basically they're still talking about how can we get um, how can we get all of the labs on the same page so that if we send a sample to every lab, it'll test the same. They test the same. So they haven't gotten figu- gotten that figured out yet. No, they never even started the labs from having them set an analytical standard and all meet an analytical standard. So that the meeting, the lab owners debated would they start with you know, all one sample of flour that's homogenized. How could we homogenize it? They have no idea how they could homogenize it before it's sent out to everybody. So here's here's what concerns me the most about this. The lab people were involved in this meeting? Yes. And they couldn't figure out how to do this. Well, they had we a lot of ideas. We talked to a bunch of lab guys. on. We did a testing episode. It's right. back in the archive. And it's basically what we found. One lab of the, I don't know, eight we had on knew what the fuck they were doing and how you would go about this in a traditional lab setting. And the other seven had a bunch of good ideas, but didn't know how it's... D- like, this isn't the first time that an industry has had to standardize lab testing. It's happened for every other industry that there is that has standards. Right. And they figured out how to do it. Right. And, and, and no at one the very least, our labs should have all gotten a basic standard of, like, you're a lab that mold knows what you're or doing. anything. Mm-hmm. And all gotten the same result on that before they opened. Right. And that same sample should have been able to be kept stable, so as new labs came online, they would have to meet the same... Right. Standard, well, I think and then everyone could calibrate from that. Yeah, I think also the problem was that the, um, <laughs> the whole lab thing was just kind of spearheaded for, like, everybody to impress each other with how much THC or CBD or whatever they had. And it wasn't, it wasn't about safety. The safety came after. Right. And, now, and now, that it's, now that that isn't even the, the still kind of not considered the most important thing where it should be. I mean, the THC and CBD is great for you to learn <laughs> how to work with your plants, but <coughs> that shouldn't be their concern at all. What should be their concern is mold, uh, contaminants, things like right. that. And that's the stuff that could be standardized really easily because it's the CBD and THC results, which everybody complains about because one lab c- tells you it's 30%, the next lab will tell you it's 12%, and you can never get on, on the same page. But with contaminants, it's pretty clear. It's like, this is contaminated, good. Thank you for telling me that. 
I'd rather know that than not know that. And the, the level of contamination is not as important as the fact that it's contaminated, you know? Yeah, like... A, well, it also Contam- if it's even a little bit contaminated, contaminated. I'm not really interested. It's yeah. contaminated. Well, at that also, point. let's be straight. And in, in going back to those proposed rules, one of the things that was one of the things I liked least about it is. <laughs> oh, the cry! Oh, <laughs> Anima. He's an emotionally needy creature. Come on, Anima. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Five more minutes, bud. A little separation. Oh, fine. Yeah. Little separation Stop. anxiety. Yes. It's because you guys are spooning every night. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah, yeah, of course I am. It's I fucking obvious. cold in the mountains. <laughs> I'm paying like $35 a month in dog food. That's offsetting my heating bill. <laughs> but, um... Just sit down. Be happy that you're near me. There you are. All right, so, back to the politics. Um, essentially, as part of the changes that the state made in the rules, they now made us have, I think, like six times the legal limit of any other limit for mold and pestic- mold and mildew um, as far as um, colony forming units as any other agricultural product because so many products were failing the mold test. So they just made it unfailable. Un- they raised the level. And essentially the reason is... is that Wait, how are people... Oh, it's pesticides meeting, that people are failing. Right, on. but in the meeting it was brought up that if all, a certain amount of products failed based on, on the percentages thus far... It would represent $120 million worth of product being quarantined and destroyed. And that was unacceptable. And, there was a th- and, of course, the tax base on that and the excise on that was just something that the state was completely unwilling to consider. So they gutted the rules, made them toothless yes. so that they can make more money. Essentially, so that the consumer has no protection. Now, that would be bad enough if they did that to recreational people who are choosing to use this for a good time. But then they wantonly overlaid that onto medical cannabis with no scientific proof. And I mean, we're talking about mold and pesticide samples for edible products that have never been proven to be safe for smokable products. And cannabis is primarily still a smokable product. And most of these molds and mildews will be killed in any processing of extraction if it's cooked, if if it's an edible, I should say, if it's a baked product, if it's something that's boiled, if it's like a hard candy that's brought to a certain temperature, you know, um, even soft candies brought to a high enough temperature usually to kill that stuff. So essentially any product that's, you know, being brought to above 160 degrees and, you know, if you're cooking stuff to activate it, I mean, essentially if you're using solvents, there's some possibility those contaminants can linger on because of the lower temperature but that's a whole other issue that's not my and from what we were understanding uh with some recent guests you know whereas the solvents will potentially even kill and certainly not extract like a a mold spore or something like that it'll definitely extract any petroleum-based pesticide and therefore concentrate it exactly and so now you'll have this concentrated dose of that pesticide which is obviously a big problem more dangerous Exactly. And so essentially, the other issue is that, you know, the state isn't catching any of this. The state doesn't They don't have get it, right? They, just right. Don't, they well should just they listen to the show and then they'd get it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want them to listen to all of the show <laughs> because then I couldn't say what a cocksucker I think Louis Koski is. Well, on maybe a he would basis. take it under advisement and be like, wake but up in the morning, I got look in the mirror and be like, you know what? I, I really a am a fucktard. <laughs> I should, I, uh, I'm going to try something different today. I got on the elevator with Ron Camerzel, which I'm sure was the highlight of his fucking Monday last week. Did you get to talk to him or was oh it just Oh no, we had a great conversation. Oh. It was me, him, and the janitor that knows me there at the Capitol and loves my dogs. So oh, I'm sure you're tight with the janitor. That's um, 
all I know. You're all a populist. There's no doubt. Exactly. There's no um, doubt. So anyway, I, I asked Ron about my you know my three topics that I thought were fucked up, such as having a deadline that expired during the uh, proposed rules period. And what did he say about that one specifically? Um, that's interesting. He said he was unaware of that. And what? How are you that, unaware? And that's I'm like I'm like you fucking custom tailor that bullshit for your fucking cronies, and then you act like you're unaware of it. Like so he was unaware. There's of maybe that. like six fucking owners that are aware of this, and they're all p- members of this panel, and. Don't and you bet that they all put. The oh yeah, did they all put those applications in? You think? Can you find that? Of course that? they did. I, I'm sure it could be found through a Cora Records request. Will that the would state, be interesting. Will the it? state will may, may as it's done on any number of Cora requests that we've made say we aren't aware of any such thing. Really? You know? Well, that's why you said you found one by accident, right? Uh, no, I mean, well, I've Cora'd stuff that I sent. Uh huh. Like I email something and then I Cora request it three months later. Oh, that never. And never they was. don't. That email never existed. Huh. And it's like you have the copy of the email in your own outbox, so you know it existed. So yeah, I mean, obviously there's some issues with the Colorado Open Records access. Not as open as it's supposed to. Yeah, be. exactly. But that being neither here nor there, I mean, the problem is Denver, you know, came in and busted all these businesses recently, and it was because of their labeling, and it was because the businesses hadn't either updated their labeling in the case of Mile High Suckers. Or that's, perfect, that's the perfect name, that I got. Perfect name for him. <laughs> <laughs> what? Perfect name, actually. What? Mile High Mile Suckers, Suckers, if you fucked up on your label. I mean, that's right. like retarded. <laughs> like, oh, it, damn, I can't I remember know. if their name is Mile High or Mountain High. But anyway, the, the Sucker guys, they're actually nice enough guys. I know those guys. I will vouch for them. I, I don't think they're out there specifically doing something they're shady. They're not evil D-bags. No, not at all. And... Then you've got MMJ America, who might, in fact, actually be um, evil D-bags. They could be evil D-bags. Um, I'm not going to write that one off. And so, essentially, they're labeling. I- anyone who wasn't honestly labeling hasn't been busted for this. Right. You you write your own labels. So there isn't so actually testing going on to catch this. So it's they're incentivizing lying. Like, Denver's the only one out there who actually reading the labels of the products they're allowing to be sold and actually following up on this, which is a huge step up from any other municipality so out there in Boulder reality. Boulder is currently sending a secret shopper into your shop, bringing a label, then doing a grow inspection, and making sure that what's actually in your grow matches it's on your, your label. label. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. I heard that's the new play in Boulder. That seems reasonable enough. Sure. I mean... Though that said, how many people have... I haven't been in a single grower that doesn't have, like, an entire shelf of nutrients that they don't use anymore. Right. You know what I mean? So that's got to be there's out of some the concern. right Yeah, away. there's got to be some concern. There's some concern that, like, it has to... You can't have that six-month-old bottle of nectar for the gods sitting down there in the corner. No, we'll just take it gone. to the house, and if you need it, bring or it Or we're going to do a big garage sale here. We can buy used grow... Newts. Newts. Used newts, gear. great. That's a great idea. Fucking my old bongs. Whatever. I got a ton That's what I hate of about nudes. That's what I hate about nudes, though. It's just like, God. You know, the you old stoner thrift mart. I've wanted to do this. Flea like, market. The Grow Raj sale for. Grow Raj. For grow <laughs> and it's Grow Rage. Uh, grow Rage, yeah. Yeah, the like Grow Rage. And just sell it, like, used, whatever. Flea market style. Sell it to 20 bucks a table, you know. Joel got, a, Joel got a killer deal the other day. He said he was just he just saw some guy randomly on the side of the road <laughs> with a little tent set up and he went up and for 50 bucks he got a dude uh, just had a tent set up oh yeah. like a tent tent not like a no, grow tent not a grow tent but a regular little pop up tent and he just had a bunch of grow equipment and for 50 bucks he got a uh, ozone generator like, a, in, like a brand new inline ozone generator yeah. two yeah. hoods and a HEPA filter and I was like, damn, for 50. And every single one of them looked like brand new. I was like, this guy did rob a store or something? He robbed Mike's friend in the parking lot, actually. No, that's the, I mean, that's the, if you ask me, that's the fell off the back of the truck stuff that 
One of the it delivery like guys you just could snags see the, one off the top that nobody notices. Which it was weird. Like they had the HEPA filter like connected to the hood, you know. So it was kind of like eh, random weird shit. But I needed that HEPA filter, so I was like, perfect. So you took it. Yeah, fifty bucks. Nick cool. Vita says it's a mite market. It won't be a mite market. It'll be okay. Yeah. We'll bomb it out. We'll charge extra for mites. Everyone will put their shit in there and then leave, and then we'll bomb we'll it. We'll just all spray out. everything. Yeah, we'll have it the whole thing. Exactly. The whole we'll <laughs> get shout <laughs> spring, the sprinkler system. We'll put it in the sprinkler system. <laughs> we'll dip it. And issue a Tyvek suit for everyone to walk around exactly. in. You can burn It'll your clothes at Wear something you hate and burn it afterwards. Oh, yeah. Matt Riot says, remember when I posted the results from the High Times Cannabis Company? All contaminants, right? Contaminated? Or contamination. Cross the nation? Contamination across the nation. <laughs> right on, Jessica. We want to always thank you for coming on and telling us how evil the bastards are. It's Keeping it's it real. Is there, more, is there more evil to tell us about? Because so we'll listen. Mostly, I think we've, you know, I mean, We've covered the new evil. Oh, oh how about the, how about the uh, El Paso evil? Might as well talk about that. Oh, the Cotopaxi? Uh, no, uh, no, the El Paso County evilness of twelve of the, the plant limit count that they enacted. Ah, the, which is also in, in Park County and in... Yeah, that's bad stuff. I, I mean, four is or five that other counties And that's like kind of like they just said it automatically starts today, which was kind of like, oh, right, about a month before everybody harvests, like the perfect time to mm-hmm. decide that right. it's, well, it's now the plants you have put in the ground. And that's totally Kelly style, too. Like get what them, I've get gotten them down, down the pipeline through my resources on this is that county sheriffs are you know wringing their hands that their arrest numbers aren't meeting the numbers that they need to get state funding interesting so if they change county zoning laws to give county sheriffs more chances to make more arrests of zoning violations on minor grow issues those numbers will go back up Funding will keep on flowing. Everybody will keep on being happy. Wives will keep getting beat at home privately. And, you know, growers will keep getting fucked with because they're easier to catch. I mean, just the fact that those two things even correlate together drives me absolutely insane. Oh, they're not making enough arrests, so they don't have funding. It's like, what's up? Well, it's just like when you're driving. It's 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 should, it's when you're yeah, there should be a thing where, like, you, you see how many arrests you made? You don't need funding. You, don't you need made all those arrests. You got I mean, all those it's, tickets. It's the fact that. When they should when be happy they're not arresting people. Right. When you people make that them. joke, you know, it's the beginning of the month quota or the end well, of no, the month, that's like fucking serious shit. And yeah. the fact that that even correlates with how much money that they make, is it drives me insane because yeah, well that shouldn't be right. Are you it's insane? Right. You, you must I'm be insane by now. You I just went to court insane. this morning for that shit. Like, yeah, they made you me went to court. You court for being insane? No, solely because <laughs> I didn't have... Clean when insanity. I got pulled over, I didn't have my insurance card on me. I'm like, yeah, I'm insured. Here's my driver's license. Here's my registration. I'm insured, and they they made me go to court because I didn't have it on me. Just to go in there and then be like, okay, thanks, bye. Well, Sorry. I mean, what the state is doing with jury nullification education and the and the and the plaza. Are you guys following this? No, they just Please. said it's okay <laughs> to Please, do. Yeah, yeah. They like said it's okay to do. What's okay to do? Well, federal judge has said it's okay to do, but state and local officials are still trying to override federal. And we can't hate on that because that's how we have legal weed, though. Right. But at the same time, um, you know, that's that's the courthouse where Jetter was going to have his trial. So, I mean, for them to be able to say, no, you can't have anyone out there doing juror education and saying nullification is your right. Right. You know, that's that's fucking bullshit. That's a violation of First Amendment freedom of speech. So there is the crux of the battle of the day, you know, that uh, a lot of that that nullification trial stuff had to do with initially with cannabis trials. So... (laughs) 
That's kind of crazy. I'm not that piece of the puzzle, though. Man what it's about? No, it's funny. It's yeah, so basically a great way to fight like the, the guy the singer from Counting Crows. He does look like the singer from Counting Crows in the light. Yeah, yeah. And it just it's the way the, the way the lighting other, is yeah, right that's now. My other, that's my other uh, job. I oh, see him. He's looking at you. They're so uh, misery's over. Misery. Oh man, I found hey, another news. Well, news. I feel, come on, I, I'm <laughs> fucking charming. You're I'm not, not miserable. We know you're not miserable. I want to bring on the misery. I got to give really shout good news, to, news, news. I want to give shout out to Riot though, real quick. Have, did you see those Instagram posts where he actually posted the the pest results and stuff? Yeah, people just people just started coming at him hard as fuck, and he I mean he took it like a man, but it was awesome because. I don't understand how people are coming after him for posting photos of people's mold and 9% THC buds. So I just give him a lot of credit for it because, I mean, they were coming at him hard just because of him posting other people's shit stuff. So that's funny, though. No, I just wanted to, that's, I, I noticed that. Thank you for that. And that's the Instagram drama update yeah. with this yeah. I had to bring Matt Ryan into the fold, well, you know, just, of course, because Jessica needs to keep a little that news kindled news kindled yeah, and because and because keep of, our, of our undying love. Undying love. Undying. News, news, news. <laughs> Sarasota so bomb hey, squad. I go, I have what? We have news again. I got one news because it just came up. Sarasota bomb squad finds bong under bridge. Sarasota bomb squad finds bong under bridge. Details on who put it there. Bong? Hazy. To me, this this looks like a rig, not a bong. It's actually uh, kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> this is nice. Is it a heady? Oh, yeah, it's a heady piece. Oh, it's heady a heady piece. piece. Oh, yeah. it was in a case. That's why it I was in a Pelly case. Uh. People were dabbing under the bridge. A Florida sheriff's bomb squad became the bong bong unit this dabbing week. Under the, the bong bridge. squad. Oh, that was funny. Full disclosure: the writer of this story cannot take credit for the clever turn of fra- clever turn of phrase. It originated with whoever's in charge of Sarasota County Sheriff's Office social media accounts. They used the sheriff used the term well, bong. Somebody's squad. on point. That person, it seems, had jokes about Tuesday's wild goose chase. By the way, if the owner wants to claim their property. We'd love to talk to them. Read a Facebook post. Yeah, those expectations may be a little high. While it's all hilarity now, authorities had to take the incident quite seriously when they first received a call that a man in his 20s had placed a small, hard suitcase wrapped in a black blanket underneath a bridge. Yeah, that's pretty scary. Police shut yeah. down a road that runs through a heavy residential <laughs> area along scary. the Philippi Creek and called in the hazardous devices unit. The bomb squad <laughs> x-rayed the suitcase and determined it was not an incendiary device. Good thing you didn't have a torch yes. in there. They'd be fucked. It looks like a chem dog. It does look like a chem, right? It's it doesn't look like chem's colors, so but the size yeah. and the style a 100% nice too. Upon opening it, they found a customized it's foam heavy. mold protecting a colorful glass water pipe. Colorful glass water pipe. And they said, oh. I guess you could call the bomb unit the bomb unit for a while, the sheriff's department's yeah, Facebook said page. <laughs> or maybe oh. the joint task force, eh? Oh. These guys are on point. They're making these jokes about how they want to, if, if anybody wants to claim it, they'd like to talk to them. But, like, that's not a funny joke. That's not yeah, funny. Yeah, but that is a nice piece. What state was this in? That was in Florida. Oh, it sucked. Yeah, you're not getting that back. That does look like a chem dog, right? But that doesn't look like his colors at all. It's not one of his. I can tell you about yeah. the female joint coming out of it. There you go. If anyone can identify that, uh, you can hit up the Sarasota. Uh, what is it? The Sarasota of Sheriff's Department. If you can identify who made that glass, I believe there's a reward. K Dash is who uh, made it or K Dash just sent me the image of the actual <laughs> piece, oh, it. and it's by Psych or Sick Glass, which means it's about a twenty-five hundred dollar piece. Holy fuck! That kid was stupid, <laughs> oh, bro. Why would you leave it under a bridge, dude? <laughs> maybe he had to go. He maybe he stashed the, da- the dabs, bro. The dabs are good. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know they're good. When you're just like, fuck. Those bro, bro, I was gonna wrap this in a blanket and put it down here for later. 
Because you know he's not like a homeless guy living under a bridge with a $2,500 rig. Oh, maybe he's a homeless guy who stole it from someone who had a $2,500 rig. very possible. Yeah. Could have been stashed. He could have stole vehicle. it, stashed it, and he was, you know. I don't know, though. You know, you have to think about how the, how a homeless person would think. I bet you he wouldn't stash it. That I bet you that'd yeah. be something he'd carry with him. Yeah. Also, he would smoke meth out of it. Yeah, like, yeah, crazy crack. No, yeah, stuff. You, you'd get caught with that, and it'd be going to jail for. In Florida, for sure, he'd be going to jail just oh, for possession of that. Oh, Sure. Well, now they're bigger. He issues. might have been on the run. K Dash says let's, hiding let's it from embellish. his parents. Huh? K Dash says hiding it from his parents. K Dash, how the hell did you find that? Yeah, that was really fast. He's and he had already been on it because I found it on Facebook, which means he probably saw it on Facebook 20 minutes ago. There's Google probably already a group talking about it's it. Yeah, he has yeah, Facebook he started streamed into his brain, I think. Yeah, I don't think Kadash uses a computer. <laughs> I know he has like four monitors on the wall or whatever. Yeah, he has eight, but I think. He doesn't actually look at them. It all just goes right Is into the Is it like Minority por- Report shit? Yep. Yep, pretty exactly. much. How'd you know? Powder mixed <laughs> with Minority <laughs> Report know. is Chris Kadash. Like someone's got a photo of DVDs that. playing on Sadly, those Sadly, I only can reference things that are more than 10 years old. If it's if it's modern, I don't even know about it. Do you know about live resin? Is that what they make with the curling iron? No, no that's rosin. That's the kid's specialty. That's him over there. <laughs> it's hot as Clearly shit. Clearly, I've this never owned a hair straightener. Well, uh, really you were all wearing a flannel shirt buttoned up to the top. It was cold this morning. It was cold this morning. Yeah, you are wearing a flannel shirt, but no, it's the top. What's up, SA? Pull your socks up, man. It's like, it's like, it would be that if I had just the top button. You could say that it's a flannel shirt buttoned up to the top, but it's like the most J. Crew. It's a medium. my ass, I'm a wussy color. Oh, it is the my dad's a lawyer flannel. I like this color. My dad's not a lawyer. No, and I actually love those colors. It's a medium, too, so that makes it extra tight. There's no breathing. They pop. They do. They're fantastic. They make your eyes sparkle. No, to be honest with you, I can't find any of my other button-up shirts when I was going to court this morning. Oh, so you were there. That was for fucking for animals. It's got like a fucking little animal to match with his pants. Did you wear the jewelry and your sleeves you rolled up? Did you wear the bottoms? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, my sleeves rolled up. And I don't give a shit. I was there for not having insurance when I have insurance. So why did you even bother with the colored shirt? shirt? You should have worn socks, sandals. What? Socks and sandals. It was cold. It was cold this morning. I woke up at like 7 o'clock. It was cold. tattoos. I don't give a fuck. Oh uh, yeah! But anyway, it wasn't a cop. It was a lawyer. It was a lawyer and a and a I judge. Judgesfuck.com. But uh, yeah, no, it's hot in here. <laughs> yeah, no, hey, we don't <laughs> give a fuck, all right? <laughs> you, if I'm hot, I know you gotta be hot. You're always hot. Everybody else is hot. It's hot in here. But we ain't bitching like well, little girls. It. Yeah, it's gonna I be. He's not just wearing that shirt. I want y'all to know he is wearing like. Some like Mad Max looking fucking boots with no socks. Those are called I'm motorcycle gang boots. Don't socks. take them off, please. Okay, he's wearing girl <laughs> socks. socks. I can't not wear socks. Nah, they're just ankle highs. He didn't eat for ankle highs and boots. He's an essay. Who, who, wears, who wears thigh? Who wears he's tube like socks Mad nowadays? Mad Max boots and fucking skinny boots. Why are you wearing full? He's wearing like full length. Who wears tube socks? Mexicans, dude. Tall ones. Are they gonna unbutton the top button? Are the toes individual toe socks? Even if I unbutton the top button, these this collar is all messed up. Ring around the collar. It's it like gets all here. floppy. It's like, okay. So you gotta have to look edge. like a like at least now you're relaxed. It's cowboy. It's hot in here. It's hot in here. There you go. There you got go. some airflow going. You got some flow. Uh-huh, all right. Sure. And on that note, speaking of flow, let's use that to oh. flow into our next segment. Whoa. Yes. Kid, we need another mic. Where's the other mic? Just run away. All right. We need two mics. We need one for Ryan. All right. So someone's gonna Ryan's gonna sit in your seat. That's right, but Jessica's got to go, right? You're going to cool off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jessica's got to go, so that's... Yeah, I got, you know... And then you we got put a dog in there, to go with. and then these guys can come over here. It's going to be a flip-flop. Yeah, flip-flop. Flippity-flop. Flippity-flop, cool. No biggie. We'll figure it out. Work so, it uh, out. 
Are yeah, you introing? Is this like a long intro? Or? Well, I'm waiting for like the C, everyone to be in their place, so I don't have to like, keep intro. That's not going to happen. No. The kid, the what are you doing in there, now, kid? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Rye Pritchard, are you in the studio? I don't even know. Do you have some of that, yes. that Black Haze Live resin you. that you talk so much about? You're blo- I, I was smelled. I smelled something piffy, and I was like, what is that? And that's why I brought it up. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to go. Uh, maybe you guys can just get on my mic and talk, and I'll take live resin dabs. No. No? That's not how we're doing this? No. No, no. I'm into that plan. I'm not opposed. All right. Well, let's get Ryan... You guys, okay, all right, all right, all right, I got it, I got yeah, it. You right, guys can share a mic. Let's get Ryan Cheesecake Lady's seat. Yeah. We'll get Kyle Bill and Tanner's seat. Tanner can go into Rye's seat. Man, this is like great. Said, it's coming together, it's coming together. And Gannon can, can come into Bill's seat. Boom, there we go, we're good. Gannon, you can sit over here. You can sit there. Boom, bam, bam. Everybody's in. All right, now get ready. you got to take a shot to the face of the mic. That's the one thing. One shot. One shot to the face. There we go. What'd you, what'd you guys do for lunch? Get it over with. Folk? Hit him in the face with that microphone. No, <laughs> hit him, hit him. She leaned forward as I was moving the hey, mic. All right, oh, whatever yeah. works. That's what they always say. Who's right, man, I gotta take uh, one of those dabs. It smells like a basement. You brutally assaulted her. <laughs> so lazy. I gotta go take that dab. Um, I'm gonna just set you guys up so you can start talking and I can start dabbing. First of all, where'd you guys go for lunch? Uh, we brought barbecue. You brought barbecue. We brought barbecue. Fuck, and we got Jamaican food. We're having a party. <laughs> start eating. Start dabbing and eating. Nice. Uh, you, right. can bring, you can bring the rig over. Right, you don't, you you don't need your badge in here. Now, I like that yeah, you're dabbing on the internet with your badge on. Kids about to be That's topless. Only Everyone, <laughs> yeah, not not the kids' what is first going time on topless. Whoa, whoa, kids! Turn the camera for me. Camera, turn camera. the camera, turn the camera. <laughs> topless, yes, <laughs> do it. Yes, <laughs> yes. Make sure you got him on it. Nice <laughs> tramp stamp. Let's see the tramp yes. stamp. All right, tramp stamp. Got you. If anyone can email us, belly button. If anyone can email us all of the kids' tattoos. I'll send you uh, um, some really rare pack of seeds. Some. If you can name <laughs> what? Name all your incredible ah, tattoos. No way. No because way. there's one that I always forget about this one. And well, now everyone's going to know about it, kids. So well, all the, all the ones on the kids' torso. <laughs> no, I, nobody can name all my tattoos. Oh, no, at least not anybody that's listening to the show. Not even the men. No, don't even say that because now my mom's going to fucking call in again. I'll send your mom back. Call Pole on his dick. Wait, your mom knows all my your mom, tattoos? Well, my, I mean, I would assume she, I don't have any in inappropriate places. So, yeah, it's not like she uh-huh. can't see all my tattoos regularly. So, um, but, uh, yeah, she was upset last week because she was like, I would have won the seeds, wouldn't I? I was like, yeah, technically, yes, but I clicked out of here and took the next person. She was like, I just wanted to win something. I've never won anything. On the radio before. Oh, she can win a, da- nah, a date with Jeff bad. from Aqualab. <laughs> <laughs> See, but you know what I mean? Like that's not fucked up. You know what that I mean? That wasn't that fucked was up. No, that it's was not. classily done. Right. Right. Classily right. done. If you knew the but backstory, then it would. Then it was so really funny, but also so classily really funny. done. You're right, right. So that's not fucked <laughs> up. Original joke. Fucked up. Fucked up. Yeah, yeah, but but at least it set up that banger. Right, which is fine. So it's all good. It's totally cool. All right, back to the live resin. We had food talk. So you guys just put out a High Times article. Right, you wrote it, yeah? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was interesting response. Are you, are you sure you yeah. wrote it? Yeah. Right, I, right. I, I, you I definitely wrote the article. <laughs> yes. You have the I same ghostwriter as Drake? No. No, 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 I do not. <laughs> so you yeah. wrote the article, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I wrote the article, did all the photos, um, did interviews with uh, Bill here. and. Uh, so was it hard for you yep. to get a hold of him? 
No, definitely not. <laughs> so, so I want to know. Obviously, everyone in the world is going to read that article. Not everyone in the world, but everyone in the world. Everybody in our chat room is going to yes. be able to see that article if they want. I'm sure it's going to be on High Times Online. It is in the issue that just landed at our shop this week. Um, tell us. Let's go in depth past that. I mean, you can line up, re- recap it for folks who haven't read it yet. Tell the history of live resin. Uh, it kind of gave it right in there, but no, Bill, that's you, you, okay. you. Share uh, the mic. I'm going to dab now. Good. T- make it about five minutes, seven minutes. I want to get a few in there. Eat some jerk. There's a few flavors over there. So, so uh, yeah, Ryan and I got together. They uh, High Times asked him to write an article, and we uh, sat down over dabs and talked about how it happened. Uh, we got with Giddy up to kind of go over it with him as well. Uh, live resin happened. Totally on purpose. People say that it was an accident. Um, we, I played with running some frozen fresh several years before. Uh, you know, the yield and the look and quality was not there, but the smell was there. So I, I knew there was something to, to look at. Uh, when I met Giddy Up, the machine was super robust and obviously awesome, and I was like, can we freeze this? And he said it was rated to negative 10, and instantly we had a plan. We talked the guys from a cut above into giving us some trim that they had set aside, I believe, for nicotine. And uh, we were, uh, you know, amazed by it. It got over back. It didn't come out to be what would end up being live resin. Um, a couple months later, I talked uh, Tierra Rojo, Phil into getting some plants for me and uh, we ran it super cold and just had thought it all out and the very first run that we called live resin um, we won the connoisseur's choice in the mountain secret cup 2013 it was pretty rad Uh, when we opened the machine we knew like as soon as you saw the product the second we opened it. I mean, I've been, you know, making oil since 1989, and nothing had ever smelled like that. Yeah, you, you, it was a completely different product. <laughs> yeah, and uh, arguably I had extracted better flowers before, and it just wasn't anything <coughs> on that level. So uh, we we knew. I get a little bit of goosebumps every time we talk about it, because it's definitely that second game changer for me. Right. And, and several other people. So, I have to ask, I mean, the two questions I get the most about live resin, and I have answers, and I'm not sure which ones are right, is first of all, why is it called that? The two theories I've heard is one that, you know, the plant's resins were frozen while they're still alive, so it's live resin. The other, and I I perhaps incorrectly attribute this to you all the time, Rye, is that the, the actual end product is not a finished product, it's a living product. It'll continue to go through state changes as things interact, so it's a living product. I don't know if I made up that you said that or I, whatever the fuck. So it's really neither. It's because I wanted to consume a product that smelled like living plants, that smelled like the plants I was used to being around every day. And, you know, again, I've been with this plant my whole life. Right. Been, been growing on some level or another uh, since 1987. So. And obviously, you know, I figured out how to dry and cure weed. Right. And it still was never what the I same knew as live. Right. You know what I mean? And so and that was it. It smelled exactly like the plant did on the mine. So to you it was conceptual. You didn't approach it 
you didn't approach it from the like scientific theoretical end. To you, you just you thought if you could in freeze his own it way. and blast it. I knew <clears throat> that the that the terpenes that we were losing mm. were water based. Okay, because we were losing them because they were grinding. evaporating. Yeah. Sure. So it was just a natural leap to me to think that if we got it cold with cold solvent, sure, that we could capture it, and we captured way more than we thought. It was, it was definitely a boon to the side of, uh, of wow. So was there a learning process once you have you refined it since then, or was it kind of like you hit struck gold immediately? Uh, the tech has evolved, but not a whole lot. Just more in like we found better ways to get it cold. Sure, you know, colder, faster. Um, those things have definitely evolved, but pretty much from the get go, it was thought out real well. A couple of guys early ran. After seeing me those first couple of runs, did some runs and had some feedback to me that really changed how we did it. Mike Chacon is somebody that a lot of people don't talk about and know about, but was really influential in the thing. Amazing hash maker. Um, you know, obviously Giddy Up. Mm. Uh, and, uh, you know, Kim James, my, my dude, uh, definitely helped dial the whole the process. So what's the, I mean, technically what's different? It just has a, it has a higher terpene content than when you're using a uh, normal extraction process, right? It does, and there's less, somehow higher terpenes with less waxes. Um, butane gets super selective mm. as you get it colder and colder and colder. And my thinking is that probably most solvents are that way. So is, um, have there been attempts to run it with other solvents or to push it colder still? or A little. Is that the future of live resin, you think? My guess, yeah, yeah. I mean, we can get a lot colder than we've been able to. The equipment can't handle the temperatures the solvents can. Yet. Sure. And there are way colder solvents. Um, so there, there are engineered extraction solvents that haven't even come into our play yet that really when they extract terpenes for food and stuff or like for that. perfume and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and again, they're not being used cold, which is strange to me. Uh, we've talked to some like food chemists and they're like, yeah, nobody in any way it's doing extraction cold and now they're all of a sudden because of live resin like onto that as well which is kind of cool that is interesting because so they're probably also going for maximum yield too so they just they think are. like okay well why would you do that because it's four times the amount of work um, and that's kind of where like let's go to the cons let's say of, of live resin because a lot of people get what i notice online the big confusion is why you know a cost uh b why does it cost more to process if i give you for instance a five pounds of fresh frozen to run compared and what you know the yield that you get back compared to and then so some people don't logically even just think like well it's four times the amount of work because you got to fill the column you got to do the whole work and i mean part of that is uh the grind of of being a hash maker because those aha moments that you had which is great when they happen is like once in a while but <laughs> it's mostly just work you know what i mean it's mostly just kind of going through the motions and uh if you have to do those motions four times you got to charge people more money for it but um do you think like the stability of it is a is an issue because that's what I've noticed is like most people have fun with it until they put it in their car and it gets really hot and you know saps out and gets really weird or something. So, yeah, I mean that's the that's the education point. A lot of people have an issue with it. Um, I I don't care anymore. But that 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 is the <laughs> I, I don't care. You, I mean, you drink a Beaujolais right away, right? They release it when it's ready, and yep. you drink that shit. 
Yeah. So yeah, it's your that, fault if you leave it around and think you're going to get better or something, or it's going to, or you uncork it, and then you're like, oh, I'll go back and drink it tomorrow. It'll be great. You know, it's like, no, nah, you gotta drink <coughs> it now. I have my little cooler lunchbox full of live resin, little ice pack. Uh, honestly, if you smoke only live for ten <laughs> days, you won't be able to get the shatter aftertaste out of your mouth when you smoke shatter, and you won't be able to do it. My wife is pissed when I only leave shatter at the house. Like, when I come to work for the day, she'll be like, you left me nothing. And I'll be like, three kinds of shatter. You left me nothing. I only <laughs> want this. Right. Know? And she doesn't know. She yeah, you're, no that's that's always the best test. Is The wife is always the best test of what's good. Because that's the totally uneducated consumer just going on, like, what they like. She doesn't care about no me bias, no bias, no ulterior motive. Even maybe more on the opposite too, like not not taking any of the like not listening yeah, yeah, to the any hype of the is bl- bullshit. Hype, forget about it. I don't want to hear any yeah. hype. Yeah. If it's not good, you'll know about it. I mean, I've been seeing a lot of people recently, uh, essentially trying to take the the live resin aspect into the rosin thing, and I've seen people literally chopping down plants um, that are pretty much you know hung dry for a day and and then pressed right there it's like wet and getting out stuff that looks like live resin as rosin now i mean they're getting just because i guess maybe it's still the oils that are still in the plants before they dry or whatever it is making it look like that but it's that same bright yellow waxy looking consistency it comes out almost like sugar wax every time but i mean it's it's interesting. I mean, it's definitely it's tough though because I, like the things change so fast that in right. one in one day it's almost in that zone where it's like the no go zone where you're like ah, you know maybe the you'd have to time it so perfect because mm-hmm. there is that moment where you know it's kind of like okay it's still got the f- smell yeah but then by the next day you're like oh where to go you oh, know? No. <laughs> and then you have to wait two more weeks before it comes back again right so the other side of it that most people don't consider at all is that you know these plants are what eighty seven percent water. Um, which means that we can fit a lot less material in the column. People are like, well, you only get this many grams out of each run. It's not worth it. If we ran this, it's not the same, you know, it's like 13.7%. Right, it's a live plant. It's not like dry material. Sure. is dry, yeah. So right. it's not only four times more work. It's literally four times more runs to get to the same yield. Sure. So it's, uh, as far as like doing outside process, we have to charge so much, it's a loss leader. People that do it. Taxes on wet weight. Taxes on wet weight. So we're paying excise on wet. Yeah. Um, so two runs worth of Y resin is a couple thousand dollars worth of excise tax. Mm-hmm. And then the processing fee is double, even though it's four times the work. So the lab doesn't make money. The store that's doing it really probably is doing it as just a little sliver to keep customers happy. Yeah, it's to attract um, customers that are yeah, looking for it. Yeah, it, it's a connoisseur product that needs probably a more refined process. And that's a perfect segue. I want to slide the mic over to Rye. Thanks for setting that up, Bill. you got a job, you got a job <laughs> with us. Because I want to talk about, just shift slightly to the, the impact of it on the consumer side of the market. Yeah. And how how popular it's become since? I mean, how long ago did you really start putting it out? When was that? So first two years ago. Two years ago, you did that first coined the term and did the first run. Yep. So yeah, why don't you why don't you speak to that, right? Because I know there's some folks in the chat room who are not necessarily being plugged into our circuit. It's a very Colorado thing, and if you're not in the state, maybe you're not you're not aware of the phenomenon. 
Yeah, and I, I think a lot of the the bad impressions that people have about live resin is because they haven't actually had real live resin. A lot of people are doing things, um, you know, where they're drying the plants for a day or two to get different textures and things like that, and it's just not the same product. Um, but, you know, in terms of the consumer effect, I, I think that um, it's starting to move the focus more to terpenes and to kind of the, the quest for flavors, um, the terp quest, we always call it. But, um, you know, just uh, it, it, because, it, you know, most, most high-grade consumers are at a certain point throughout their day. Um, they're dabbing all throughout their day. It doesn't matter, really, the effect right, you're, to a you large have, extent. Your system's pretty um, good on yeah, the Yeah, so, so you're, you're just looking for new flavor. And, I mean, li- like Bill said, I mean, when, when you're in a garden and you smell a fresh plant, that's what I want all the right. time, you know. I and I, I think that when you walk in as a as a consumer and you see something made from the same plant material that's a shatter or a wax and is a live resin that's well made, I, I think the difference is pretty clear to a lot of consumers. Um, but you know, it's it's one of those things. Not everybody's going to pay an extra thirty dollars or twenty dollars a gram for flavor. So it's right. it's just a question of what's important to you as a consumer. I think. And I mean, there's always going to be those those people. Uh, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, I know you're a craft beer guy and a craft food guy too. Yeah. You know, you you appreciate things that take a little more time and cost a little more, but because they're better. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like like, like Bill spoke to the freshness aspect. I mean, there's there's a certain um, you know when we run these plants that that batch is never ever ever going to be the same. I mean, unless unless you have a grow that is dialed to the absolute point where you know that every plan is almost identical i mean it, it just doesn't really it doesn't exist happen, yeah. it doesn't yeah. exist you know and and especially in in an industry where we're growing on a macro level so you know to to run three hand selected plants and make a batch i mean it, it really is like making a, a vintage it, it's a thing that if you if you preserve it correctly you can keep it for six months a year in the in the fridge in a shatter form um. Yeah, we've we've had stuff stay. Um. But I, I'm talking strain more specific, term- like different strains. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know. Yeah. It depends on the strain and it depends on the extraction. But I, I was talking more specifically about preserving terpenes. I mean, you can okay. have that extract be the same or arguably better. We've had stuff get better over six months. What do you? Yeah, I was going to say it cures in a way. I mean, it, the, the flavor Does. changes if even after a week. If you just let it, if you open it up, let it get some air, come back a week later, it's going to change. Uh, yeah. So yeah, package it back up after, after you let it get some air, but uh, it's interesting for sure. And I think just going back to you, you talking about one of the first runs, I think I tried one of one of the first runs at least, and it, I remember it was wax, wasn't it? One of the first runs. Phil oh. called me up and he gave me like three or four different kinds. It was some chem involved. I think that was a little ways into it. Okay. By the time we got some samples to you, um, those first runs all were sap. Okay. And they all turned to sugar in about you know three days to ten days and man i got beat up at the secret cup like because between when the judges got the samples and the end of judging yeah yeah. well you know it's the other competitors that judge right and they stability is like a scoring category right yeah so well and it's not appearance and they put stability as a part of that Uh so i got like Still managed to get like fifth overall, but just zeros got dis- you know they beat the sure, hell out definitely of me lowered the score it. and uh, so we sought to make it stable after that. I like chased that and we could make it super stable, but it's at the cost of terpenes. Terps are, I mean, and this is something I know I've seen you say. Uh, it's something we've heard from other people. That ter- some terpenes are solvents, and they're going to cause that breakdown in the structure. They're going to act as a solvent. Um, 
I think Dr. Mark actually, if he's listening, can call and tell us, or probably text me and tell us. But he just posted something on Reddit about uh, about <laughs> the phenomenon. Well, the sugar phenomenon. Phenomenon. In the sugar form, we've had this happen. It goes to pure THCA. It'll sweat all the turps out. You get that like ring. You get that kind of the rear on your parchment paper. Yeah, it's like a like a halo. You can pick up that are like individual clear crystals. It's like making your own holy water in a sense because you get the. Except, it, except it all soaks into the paper. Yeah, you can never really get those. Get the the turps are hard to get, but you get those crystals, which are nice hits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, uh, I, I did some macro photographs of them, and they're definitely, <coughs> they're, they're crystals. They're not uniform in any structure. They're definitely not trichomes. It's definitely some recombination, huh. um, you know, because THCA Other in stuff natural in form is a crystal. It's a crystal, so, yeah, yeah. So that's that's what's happening. And, and frankly, that's what's happening with buttering and sugaring and all that as well. So it's, it's just a, it's a natural process, and I think that the, the sort of stigma that it has is coming from kind of a dumb place. Well, I mean, it's, 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 it's it, it doesn't educated. bother me at all. No. I don't... If something I don't really get the preference between butter and shatter. It's the same like product. It doesn't yeah, totally bother me. The, the first couple of days is actually nice. secondary de-wax, it's the same product. It's the same things are in there. I mean, I just feel you kind of got to smoke it at that point because it's sort of like, all right, well, it's good now, but give it a few more weeks and it'll start to fit. Is this still the Matt Rise factor with the whole butter thing, you think? Everyone freaking out about it for no reason? Uh, oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> I would say it's that. There's a couple of shatter guys that are silly about it, but still think that shatter's cleaner. Hey, uh, chat room may have all got cut off. Weird things happening, saying that the event is password protected. I mean, I haven't changed it. We're live, and we haven't changed a single, a single thing. setting. I know, yeah. I know. I hope our shit's not getting hacked. It's a hack month. I wonder. I know. It's the official month of I just commented in the chat room, no problem. No, I think it's your, my computer your personal virus. Is, is okay, my porn virus. Your own personal <laughs> virus. My porn virus is... Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I... You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. If I, I, I don't like if I get shatter that's supposed to be shatter and it's on a piece of, a piece of parchment and then it gets all oily and goopy to the point where you try to get dabs off and you're ripping your parchment and you, you lose two Whoa, or three calm dabs. Down, calm down. Slow down, kid. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't like Breathe. when that happens, but auto-buttering or like, you know, going into sugar wax, that I, I feel like that doesn't necessarily bother me. And some of the best lemon G-dabs I've still had to this day were sugar wax. So doesn't bother me. I don't know why people it's, get so upset about it's, it. You know, it's the thing is, it's like kind of comes with it. It's like how people would, uh, you know, you have, have real stinky weed and it smells really strong on the plant. But then when you harvest it, it's like, eh, meh. You know what I mean? There's all those kind of varieties. And I think it's sort of like the, the expressions that come out of the stuff. It's like some are good, some are bad. Some are not there until they all of a sudden when they butter, they taste better almost than when they were when they were together, you know, because the, the flavors are coming out. But I think it's also when the rooms that smell really good, those turps are gone. They're anyway, the they're, they're not on the plant anymore. You, you yeah. just smell those turps. Good luck, you know. Good luck finding them when you dry it, you know, because when you dry it, now the other turps are coming out, which sometimes aren't the most flavorful. You know, that's no, that was what was standing out to me too, and and it's kind of the it's not exactly what the chat room's talking about, but from a grower's perspective, everyone's talking about the difference between uh, you know, how a plant smells live and how you, how it smells dried, and you kind of start to know the difference and expect that, but the idea of preventing that difference from occurring. Is, is kind of at the heart of the live resin philosophy. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, just a, it's just a scientific fact that these terpenes decrease and they change. You know? So if you're trying to capture something and bottle it, I think that you pick your time that you want. I mean, if you love the way that OG Kush smells dry, but you don't really care for... You know, I, I mean, there's, uh, there's maybe a good argument for that. I, I 
personally like the way the plants smell because right. they're just way more fragrant. So, um, you know, we, we've had some recent results. Um, I posted some online, but, you know, we had 9, 9% plus terpene content. I saw that one, yeah. Um, you know, and, th- and that's in a strain that we don't necessarily think is quote-unquote terpy, but it's, it's, be, it's just it's maybe the wrong kind of terpenes that aren't necessarily appealing or aren't necessarily that punchy like the oranges or the OGs or the whatever. Sure. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's interesting. And, and you were talking about the... Or it's um, like with CO2 when, you, when they have it literally separated and you're like, eh, this is supposed to be all the terps right here and this thing, that's the terps. You're all, that's it? I don't know. It smells like old cedary wood or something. You know what I mean? Whereas if you, when you do a good run of live resin, it's literally like smells like the plant you know that's and that's what's uh the whole goal to begin with it's always been the same thing with um the name game too like for instance with sage that's something that it has a sagey vibe so people when they get a good piece of it oh yeah that, now we understand why you say that if you name but it it happens for bubble gum too which is well it, it's funny <laughs> for, <laughs> right it happens for the wrong reason yeah, MK Ultra is not really flavor enhancement, but uh, I know, I was just but in general, like if you if you call something something like a, with a berry name or with a sort of some sort of uh, hazy name, but it doesn't match what it is, then it, it's pretty much lost in the in that shuffle. You know, you're like, all right, well that doesn't work. But if it like you're like, wow, that really is blueberry with an orange twist to it or something. You know, and that's so we'll call that blueberry orange twist. <laughs> there you go. We got a new strain. Bot, B O T. Bot. There you go, blueberry orange twist. Seeds available right now. <laughs> <laughs> so if you <coughs> if you're gonna run something, you freeze it and you run it right away, or you freeze it and put it in storage, frozen, and run it whenever. Are they gonna be the same product at the end? Is there degradation while it's frozen? Is kind of what well, you're asking. Sure. Does yeah. it change while it's frozen at all? Um, if it's frozen correctly without a lot of air in there, um, not a lot of degradation. A little. Different degradation than if it was drying dry, though. Totally, totally different. different. Right? Um, and what is weird is the live resin, when the plants have been in the freezer a long time, where they, like, freeze dry. Think about when a, a steak's been in there for six months. Yeah. Exactly. When they have that frost yeah. on them. And yes, yeah. I ran, like, three-month-old <laughs> plants, and we were able to make it super, like, shatter-stable. It was off, though. You know, it didn't have the volume of flavor. It was still very, very good. Sure. Uh, and there may be something to that. You know, it was actually like a full freeze-dry of the material. And was, getting all the material, all the water out before it's ran. I was going to ask about that. It's something like the, the flash, fl- flash freeze, freeze-dry is something that I've been kind of conceptually fascinated with for a while. That's what we wanted to do from the beginning. Um, but that's, you know... That's serious equipment. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's a little bit different process. I got a ghetto setup I could pass on to you sitting in my basement, buddy, if yeah. you want to play around. I, I would love to. <laughs> uh. And so when bef- with the material that you're, before you run it, do you, um, you always v- uh, vacuum seal it before it goes in the freezer so it doesn't get that frost factor? Uh, we Just seal it, but we don't vac it down. No. We, we seal it as, you know, a loose press. <coughs> Again, yeah, you don't squish kind of it. Yeah. Off stock, I'd assume, right? I'm worried about that yeah. two hours that it takes it to freeze with trapped wet flour in there and now off-gassing starting to change things. I have a practical question. Do you find that you can, you know, take things down earlier than you would have, you know, if you were going to run it <laughs> eight, ten weeks for flour, can you take it down earlier and run it for live resin and still get a lot of those terps? More terps early. More terps yeah. early. Everybody in here is a grower, right? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. it's... Right, smell most sure. Six. <laughs> 
sure. seven, whatever. Sure. A couple weeks before. Right at the peak. When right. they're peaking out and you're just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Peak fluorescence of, yeah. you know, the days when you're wanting to take pictures. Yeah, exactly. Same day you want to harvest for hash, in but, my opinion. But then what kind of yields are you pulling at best in that situation? So there's a lower THC content. We've right. actually seen higher yield on certain strains. Early can be higher. <coughs> Interesting. Uh, on but the, haze, but the THC content's going to be lower. You seeing a speedier buzz with with those ones you take earlier today? Uh, not the guy to ask. I don't feel anything. Right, hardly, you know. Rise the guy to ask. <laughs> Desensitize. Uh, I, I mean, sometimes, but I mean, I'm I'm sort of with Bill on that a little bit. I mean, I I don't. Uh, you it's, don't it's more strain specific. I mean, if you take it, sure. if you take proper haze ninety days and then make that into live resin, I'm sure that'll spin you out just right. as much as if you take it at sixty. So I, I don't. Uh, I, I think it's different, and I think it's it's more of a terpene thing. I mean, huh. you know, Bill was saying it has less THC content, but if we're getting a higher yield, then that means that it has maybe exponentially more terpenes at that point. And um, and to speak to that point, I'm wondering if experientially anyone reports or if you've noticed, you know, with it sort of giving credence to the entourage effect that yeah, it's not it has less THC, but it's getting you high as fuck. It's got to be the turp, hundred percent. Right. And and I think you know, I mean, I, I'm I'm one of the people that advocates that the the difference in terpenes in a strain is where the difference in effect comes from almost entirely. Yeah. Um, and, and so I, I think that when you can bomb somebody with uh, something that's 9% terpenes in a dab as opposed to 1 or 2 or 3 or maybe even 4% in a wax or shatter, um, it, it changes the way that it affects you, for sure, um, You know, besides just being pleasurable. And you, you bring up a really interesting point there. Can you also lay out kind of for people, put in perspective 9% terpenes? What is like a dry flower? Well, you said... You know, maybe four in a really good wax, two I mean, or three in the shatter. Yeah, r- right now we're testing. Less than one is normal. Less yeah, than one yeah, is yeah. a standard. Less than one percent terpene. Less, yeah, I, I would say less than one, less than two. I mean, it depends on your lab, this and that. But I mean, we're we've been sending a lot of our samples to Phytotech, which is a local lab. They've been, um, we've had probably you know, 50 or so terpene tests recently. And and the vast, vast, vast majority of waxes and shatters are below 2% total terpene content. The vast, vast majority of live resins are well above 4 um, and as high as 9, 10. So it's generally at least twice as much terpene content. Yeah. Yeah. That's another lab I never heard of. What did you say it was named? Phytotech. One more time? Phytotech. Phytotech, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and we're, we've been pretty happy with that. You know, they, they, they provide, you know, uh, good... good you know, good good terpene analysis. They they do um, you know residual solvents to two decimals, which you know some other labs have not been doing. You know, you would get a result that says less than two hundred ppm. It's like, what is that? Right. You know, <laughs> what do I do with that on a label? Um, so yeah. so I'm going to go around and do a, a live resin tasting around the table. If that's that's an, I hear you guys are, are prone to doing that kind of thing. I'm assuming that like in my mind when I see you talk about live resin tasting. I picture, you know, obviously Bill providing the live resin and then Rye doing the sommelier thing and, like, talking you through. I mean, if there's anyone qualified. Is that, is that part of the process, I hope? Yeah, I mean. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, well, and, and with, with the food and with, I mean, you drink pairings and all, all sorts. Of, you're not necessarily alcoholic. I mean, we're actually trying to lean away from alcoholic pairings, I think, sure. for, for uh, safety reasons. But, uh, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, we're, we're going to be doing a lot of that sort of stuff coming up, I believe. So. Nice. Well, we definitely <laughs> want to talk more about that. Right now, I just want to shout out to folks watching live. If you Reckon. see the like button above my head, and you like the conversation, that's pretty much it. Everyone point to the like if, button. If you like Mitch's glasses, press the sure. like button. Uh, what do we say? Uh, geek for a week with geek, the glasses. Geek yeah. for a week. Geek, geek for, for a week. week. If you're loving the conversation, click the like button. We basically decide who we have on and what we talk about based on how many likes it gets. So do that. Also, I'm noticing we're just about to hit 700 followers on the channel. 
Follow away, guys. You'll get a message every time we do a new show. If we're starting late, you'll know. If we're starting early, yeah, you'll know. <laughs> Never. <That laughs> if, if it happens, trust me, you won't know it's coming unless you're signed up. We should start a show like that. Like, thank you, and we're done. Well, those will be the only people who are there. Be like four the people. subscribers, yeah. They'll sh- we'll see who shows up. All right, so they're going to line up the live resin tasting. I'm actually nice. going to plug my laptop back in. And I got Tanner sitting over here in case so we're going to talk a little bit about production stuff. Yeah, he's talk, actually done talk, a lot talk. of run. He's done a lot of runs, and that's one of those things that, you know, and he has an OB dose, so it's kind of like he's got the right equipment for it. And, I mean, you, you, you jumped on board with it not so long ago, right? Maybe about two years ago. Yeah, and, but, at, I mean, and how many runs do you think you've done? <laughs> Approximately. Just give, give a give or take. As far as live resin, give the man the microphone, Adam. The, the internet can't hear. A couple hundred runs, because yeah, that's the thing, hundred. and that's the thing about cannabis in general, and also. Yeah, we're working together. We're working together. Oh. Working together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the kids' job. I'm not it's, as good at it. It's like the difference between actually reading about it or doing it is a much bigger difference. And uh, what? Mm-hmm. Give me the the kind of like the, the difficulties, pretty much yeah, behind pretty it. Much, you know, condensation, con- your condensation in your pot. Yeah. You know, yeah, I guess your prep work is pretty much you know some of the most important stuff. Making sure everything's cold. You know, keeping taking the air out of things, making so, sure nothing condensates. When you back everything down and then, you know, doing everything quick, keeping everything cold, you know, like some of these extractions are done at like one or two PSI, you know, so there's not much pressure. Everything's cold. Everything's kept pretty liquid. And then, you know, pretty much just keeping water out of everything is, you know, what you're going for. Um, You know, once you do your run, you know, you go into an evaporation, all that, that heat will start thawing and it'll start, uh, you know, dropping water down your product. So you need to be able to prevent stuff like that. Pretty much the same like issues we have. I mean, with with uh, growing in general, it's always like you know, environment is probably your most important thing. So creating a controlled environment to do your extractions in probably helps. Also, do uh, I mean, have you had? Oh, let's actually this is a good segue for us. What's up with the uh, the new lab that was built there with the? Uh, what, give us give us your class one division one the lab. Oh, that, yeah, just the airline. I guess there's no electrical outlets in there. Or? Where's it from? Is that is a TC Labs, right? TC, right? Do you know oh, anything about that? I, I'm <laughs> not sure. Did you hear about no. that? No, they built some like. Uh, yeah, it's all ran by the Haskell, so there's just an airline drop down in there. I don't think there's a PID in it, but uh, yeah, I think it's the only class class one lab in the state of Colorado. Everything else. It's like class one division one or whatever is it? Yeah, called? yeah, division. Yeah, they did a paint booth. But yeah, exactly. Uh, That's what he said too. It's like a paint booth. They did a full on paint booth. Right. Um. Everybody's going to have to do something a, a lot closer to that. Yeah. As of uh, July 2016, I believe. Um, we're going class one, div two in the blast room with a class one, div one hood to open the machines up. Right. I mean, that's the thing is everything's going to get to this, you know, standardized, I think, at a certain point, And then. Holy int- shit, I can't believe this is involved in, with dabs. Classes and divisions. And <laughs> 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 no, nobody's thinking that. I guarantee you, no one's thinking about that shit on the on the consumer end. Right. See, I mean, the, there's rules on how to have explosive flammable materials inside that are very clear. And so we, in our industry, because we're not federally regulated, are really slow to catch up. Um, but it's clearly in the hash industry's best interest to never blow one of these labs up. We Again, like that place that happened this summer. Yeah. I mean, if anybody ever really gets hurt in a real, legit lab, we won't be making butane hash anymore. Sure. Um, I have photos of their Division period. One, so Class One labs right here. 
Yeah, you have them personally that were sent to you? No, no, I'm <laughs> saying, like, I, I just pulled I the, the, the internet has photos up. of yeah. it. Inter- the interweb? You got onto um, the web. But, I mean, it just uh, it doesn't look anything too, like, too special. I, I know that they spent a bunch of money on it, though. It's, it's the, clean. It's the airline coming in for that house. There's no tank in there. There's no... Everything's there's no on the outside. There's no PID. No, no chance for spark. Yeah, yeah it's static-free. It's uh, downdraft airflow. The airflow is so hard in one of these rooms that the, your hair is moving around. Like, people don't understand what this really... This is going to be a shit environment to work in, but it's super safe. Super um, safe, but not necessarily super safe for Terps. It's going to be a challenge. Yeah. We're going to be in a whole new game. They uh, they want the stuff coming out of the machines fully purged. Right. Which. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a thing, yeah. Already we're like, okay. Sure, that sounds sounds awesome. Yeah. Heat it. They're like, we don't care if it's good or not. Heat it. Yeah, they don't. They so is, is that a challenge you find with live resin? Do you get high PPMs or is the process keep them low? Keeps them low. So super easy to purge comes out in about a quarter of the time if you do it right wow. if you preheat the i mean everything with oil is like temperature and viscosity right right if you're thinking about that as you're driving your oven uh it goes fast but live resin goes on about a quarter of the time so it is sort of just generally more sensitive especially to temperature so you gain a little you, you get a little you gain a little you lose you know it's a kind of like give and take thing it's trades off yeah. Yeah. trade-offs so you can use less oven time but do it four times. <laughs> Do it four times. Equal it all out. Y- you can extract so much less. It, you know. Nice. So, um, live resin tasting, right? That's what we're doing? Live resin tasting. Yeah. yeah. That haze. What do you think of the haze? Did you taste that? Yeah, it was good. It was, uh, it's like you said, basement. It had that kind of funky basement Super haze. churchy, yeah. Ch- yeah, that was, that was uh, Mr. Nice, like, old breeder pack haze. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Going round. So that's like a start off. old black pack, super silver. Hey, Mitch, load me up. Hey, bike, load yourself up, buddy. Thanks. There you go. I'll pass the plate. I'm not going to fucking put your chicken on a fork <laughs> for you. What's that, start off? Yeah, that's the start off over the bike. So what are your notes on these, your ta- rise tasting notes on each of these? <laughs> Uh, I mean, the, the Super Silver Haze is one of my favorite. We always call that the Green Haze, um, that, that real just reedy kind of eucalyptus, crazy, funky, grassy thing. Um, that's, that's maybe my personal favorite thing, even, even above OGs and all the other stuff that people tend to love. Um, that's kind of my, my shit. So um, that's, uh, that Super Silver Haze was a, 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 a breeder pack, Mr. Nice, that Tierra Rojo chose. Um, so that's yeah, badass. Is that the one that bike has right now? Is that the one crossed with that? Uh, no, you have NLH? the Star Dog. Bike has the Star Dog. No, no, it, it was just uh, okay. it was just a selection out of a, some super silver uh, packs. But um, and we have a nice Star Dog, which was actually a new selection. But um, so we have two different nice Star Dogs we usually extract. Um, that that one's just super funky, nasty, loud. It's it's definitely more Chem Four dominant. But yeah, and that's what bike's about to dab. Oh my god. Drum roll. He's about 20 to seconds. Drum roll. Oh, wow. 20 seconds. Oh, yeah. I had to burn off some of the uh, char in there. Char. 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 Oh, yeah. Char. Sorry. Char. You're passing that rig there, kid. What's your favorite you've had from a spike? It's about to taste it. Oh, that's it. Already. Big right man. There. Little rig. 
Blah. <laughs> <laughs> you translate that? Whoa. Translation. So right at the beginning, it tasted like confusion of flavor, delicious flavor, um, candy. And then it went away for a second, and now my nose is just burning. So that's generally what I like to look for. And that was a wax, too, as well, which I expected the flavor to not even be that strong. Torch? No, that, I imagine, wasn't originally a wax, though. It was, it was more shattery, sappy. No. The way it was stacked, it looks thick it enough whip, that it was... Said? It was whipped. Yeah, it was originally wax. It doesn't look like thinner, yeah. crusted sugar. Crusted sugar. We find... Precipitated. Um, the butter is the tastiest. It lasts the second longest. Okay. So I've been making more and more and more butter. It's like two um, different strains, uh, strange, the uh, wax and, the, and a shatter. Yeah. Of the same product? Of the same product, Is yeah. that much difference? It's different, completely. Huh. I mean, you know, for, from a consumer perspective, I, I think the, the wax is nice because it's, it's sliceable, it sticks to your dabber. It's, it's just more practical um, to work You know, with. The, the, the texture that a lot of people are knowing as live resin is, is kind of the wet sugar texture. Um, I, I I really, really, really like that. But um, personally, I, I for ease of use, I kind of like the butter. Um, and I think when they're at their peak, they're very, very comparable in terms of and content. Um, you know, frankly, I think going, going through the ovens longer and going to that sugar you know takes a lot of stuff off you know so i think if you if you do the whips correctly and get it get it right at that right temperature and pull it at the right time then that's that's kind of the maximum terp factor i think a lot of the time um it it, it, a really well done sap um when it comes out is the a plus scenario that's the best it's going to come out yeah yeah but not in terms of in terms of stability or not necessarily because it could sugar Can up, right? I, I think the less stable ones are better. Right. Um, I think they taste better, but I think we've had we've had some amazing like sour diesel deep chunk and stuff like that that stayed stable for a long time. And if it was stored properly and wasn't in a car, sure. wasn't in this and that, it would have been fine for six months. That, right? um, that'll answer. You just answer the question that Bill asked. Probably the sour diesel deep, deep chunk. That's is my favorite too, bike. Yeah. Me too, buddy. <laughs> There's nothing like that. That's a consensus. <laughs> yeah, that's if people knew. Like about that plant ten years oh ago, God. it'd be a different discussion. We wouldn't be talking about Bubba um, and things that that thing is. She's so. It's, it's a good. Resin. It's a good secret to keep. Yeah. This way, it doesn't get whatever the hell happened to Sour Diesel. Right. Thank you, Philip. <laughs> yeah. That was it. It was a big silence. That was pretty silence. good. I mean, that was it. Shows I can't over. Believe he didn't play off of that. <laughs> I didn't even wasn't even listening. I was checking. I, I know. I guess the dabs are working. Dabs are working, bro. Right? They, they're tasty. That was good. It's really good. Very chem based. It was a terp silence. Terp silence. It's, it's like when you have a dinner. It's like when dinner kicks in and everybody's eating. And everyone, well, everyone can't talk because they're going. Mm. Yeah, everyone's got their mouth. Full. Terp silence. Get that on Urban Dictionary, Mitch. Hashtag terp silence. List of things to do. Add terp silence to Urban Dictionary. K dash. K dash. Add terp add silence. Uh, Urban Dictionary. So leave it to your hybrid, and you'll maybe talk more. All right, silence crew. What you gonna I'm do? I'm dabbing. You guys talk for once. Who's dead air. Dead air. Well. So I, I, I'm sorry, we didn't even... I feel like we switched questions really quickly. So what kind of yields are you getting on a stellar 
a stellar run. Like, what what would you call a good yield? Like, what would you be stoked on? If what's a bad out? yield? Yeah, what's a bad yield? Like, what's? Um, and then I guess add those up and divide by two and tell me what an average yield is. Based on wet weight, which is the only really like fair thing to track. And you mean wet weight off the stock, just nugs already bucked, right? Yep. Cool. Uh, above five percent is ridiculous. If if you do the math on that. You can't yield that way on dry flour. I mean, that's right. like 20-plus percent dry, right? Way beyond that. The math doesn't make sense. Uh, we just had a bunch of hazes. We did those old-timer hazes we pulled early. They were all less than 1%. So, you know, the average is probably like 25 three. 5.5 is... So that's like 10 to 12% dry. I mean, how does it relate to dry, I think, is the big... Well, if you figure, if you lose, let's say you lose half, I mean, I mean, I feel like half is, if you're growing hydro, you're going to lose more than half your weight. Yeah, I mean, most of the time you're losing 75 to 85% weight. Right. Yeah, 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 I I would say it's more towards the 85. I mean, I, some, some, some operations that we've talked to have, have said, you know, they, they're like at 20% of dry weight or, you know, of wet weight um, for their final finished product. Um, I, I think that... It's probably closer to 15. Um, you know, we, we did a lot of numbers at our facility over thousands of harvest, or not thousands of harvests, but hundreds of harvests, and, and it was right around 14%. You know, and it just depends how you dry your wheat. So, so you it's have, entirely competitable yeah. with, with, you know, other hydrocarbon yields. Yeah. yeah. It's Competitive. more. It's more. It's more. It's more because you're getting the terpenes. Right. Right. Terpene weight. So it's a better product. You get the, you get it's the a little harder to make, <laughs> but it's better. You yield the same. It's worth more. I say we should only dab live resin and rosin from now on. How do you feel about that proposal? I think I'm done with shatter. I mean, now, now, you, now you're just saying don't matter. Uh, you're just saying the fancy kids version of I only dab. I only yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just the fancy next version. level up. Uh, That's true. It's equally as douchey. All right, yeah. shatter don't matter. Pre-run, pre-run, pre-dead resin. Dead resin. It's disgusting. No, I mean, I you know, I, I think that people have their preferences. Like I said, it's it's uh, you know the, the effect. Sometimes people claim to get more effect out of shatter. I, I don't, I don't necessarily agree personally. Um, I, I I think that you know again with the entourage effect of the terpenes. I think and you know especially when we have test results with the sugars that are you know in the high eighties. You know where we're, we've refined a lot of everything else out of it except sure. for the THCA crystals and the terpenes. Now, have um, you done any sort of thing where you've tried to get those to separate entirely? Do you think it's just a matter of time if you, theoretically? Um, I mean, Kim James has been playing with it uh, quite a bit. Um, he's actually kind of separated them just with, with water, just like just literally washing the terpenes off of the crystals. Sure. Um, and that's what I was taking photos of. Um, so I'll, uh, I can send those photos to you guys so you can see them. But um, they, you know, it basically just looks like crystals with like a very, very light golden color in places but most of it is actually just clear um and so that that's just the incompleteness of the wash if you're able to actually wash it fully it would be a little bit a little bit of terp still on there terp crystals whoa eddie bro we're talking about crystals (laughs) bro pretty dope hey where were you doing yeah what's next i need that hazy one next hazy hazy it's bringing me back i think it got stalled out over at bike bike what do you think of uh The long-term impact of live resin. You think it's a game changer? Do you think it's something that's going to spread, or you think it's, it's not going anywhere? Hmm? It's not it's going, not going anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, I see more and more people doing it on different levels as well. So there's a demand for it on all fronts. What do you mean different levels? I mean black market as well. I'm sure. seeing it. Sure. 
So there's a black market demand for Yeah, that. and I'm not talking about coming out of dispensaries and going into the black market. No, 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 no I understand. People underground in holes making them. Sure. In so holes. People yeah. know about it to that extent, though. It's not... It, you know, BH holes. BH holes. BH holes. Yeah. That's like That's a black good. market lab. That's good. B holes. Um... You know, there, there are certain things that are sort of dispensary crowd stuff. So you're saying it's it's post dispensary crowd. They go, yeah. They see their friends get in a dispensary. That's good. That's good. That's good. And thank you. And they want it from their from their buddy. They're getting doo doo butter from. So now they is it doo doo? I mean, is it legit live resin? Do I've seen I've seen the whole spectrum. I've seen fire live resin from personal grows, and I've seen what the hell is this guy trying to tell me is live resin? So if you guys were going to give like a definition to live resin, <coughs> how would you phrase it? Have you, I don't know. I'm sure you've been asked that question, or maybe you never have. So it's a process, right? It's not an actual... It's not a product. I, it's a process. You're I saying. always thought of it as a process. It's a way of extracting so, cannabis. So live resin is a verb, not a noun. Yeah. I mean, the actual product is... It's an adjective. Amorphous. It's changing constantly, so... Right. It is like, you know, it'd be easy to get hung up on one thing. They always ask me, what do you want to call this one? What do you want to call that one? And it's made through the live resin process, which is a very fast, fresh frozen, closed loop, butane extracted. Whoa. You know, that's what it is. And that can produce different products. But live resin is what the process is what they all have in common. That's what you're saying. That's always been my perspective. But I really don't want to get hung up on any of that. No, it's I mean, it's not, it's not for me. Nothing. Some people are hung up on it. but It's hard when you're trying to dial in your hashtags on Instagram. And, yeah, you know, that's, it becomes tricky. <laughs> Speaking of hashtags on Instagram, K-Dash has submitted Terp Silence to Urban Dictionary waiting for approval. Nice. Thank you. It's very nice. <laughs> what is the definition he put in? What is the definition of Terp Silence, K-Dash? Yeah, because we'll uh, have to wait ninety seconds now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> for him to hear. Um, I mean, what, what, one of the things I, I think is important in my experience with live resin is that it's made from the whole plant rather than even necessarily like trimmed up frozen nugs. I mean, I, I think it's better when you essentially strip all of the usable plant material off of it and run all of it because you, you get the different spectrum of doneness <laughs> from the lower leaves to the, the the lower buds to the higher buds to the. I mean, so I, I, I think whole plant extract is is key. Um, yeah. Do you, and you think you get a? I mean, I've seen some things out there that maybe it was on a panel we were on. I don't remember. Someone said that the top. You know, the higher buds that are closer to the lights are going to have less terpenes and higher cannabinoid content, and the opposite true for the lower branches. Pretty true, depending on the room. Yeah. Terp so strong it silenced the sesh is the definition of terp silence. There you go. That's good. good. That's pretty much what happened. Thanks, Chris. That's our, our helpful on the That was our excuse. That we rolled our dead air excuse. We rolled into a urban di- dictionary definition. Yeah, it was important. We had to, we, we was, covered was, our ass as well. That's good. how you do it. <laughs> Now it was a moment in history. It wasn't dead air. We were creating something. It was full of... I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so, on that note, I mean, how long were you thinking about a live resin process? The High Times article sort of hints at that it, was, it wasn't just something that you were there one day and had this, like, aha, light bulb. No, not at all. I mean, I... You know, I made it without a closed loop several times over a several-year period. Um... 
and it's just sketch, man. It was just sketch. You know what I mean? No, to to any extent. Were you? Did you see there was something there, and or was it like <laughs> oh, I don't know if this is even working right? Yeah, just the yield wasn't justifiable. You know, it wasn't like literally the first time that I actually did it. I had done some reading. I decided yes, I'm going to be able to do it, and I had trimmers coming that day, and I always wanted my trimmers to get to smoke what they were working on. I always thought that would be the coolest thing. Sure. And so that, one morning I finally was like, fuck it, I just pulled some buds, froze them in a tube, ran them, whipped it up, and I got a very similar, you know, butter to this. So the end result, similar quality. Exact quality. Uh Actually, that first real time. And then there were several times after that where I got varying qualities and never the yield that I expected. Um, but all the trimmers, everybody that was there that day still clearly remembers it. And they're like, that was the most rad thing to be like working on these amazing flowers and dabbing them while we were working. Um, yeah. It was, it was cool. You that's, know? That's cool. Um, it is cool. Cause you're, I don't well, know. That's the whole thing is every time you're doing trimming, you usually have no weed to smoke and you're like, Oh my God, I can't believe you got like, all this weed and no uh, weed to smoke. You know, and you're in a people, you know, you finger hash, of course, it's, it's like, you know, the, the deal like that's what people get to smoke and sometimes it's actually <clears throat> if people are gentle do it right it's awesome you know what I mean some of the best but if it's you know random guys who don't know what they're doing just cutting everything off and throwing it into dirty you know what I mean so people that's that's pretty much the closest everybody ever gets and then you, you do get some stellar stuff where you're just like you know on point but that same hash the next day tastes like shit you yeah, know what I mean it's horrible. like it, oh, it's like oh, I can't believe it tasted so good yesterday because the terps are there because you scraped them off and it's interesting because it's like those are definitely air soluble you know they're not they don't need anything they just need air so there's no water involved there's no heat involved and yet the next day that very rarely sometimes you'll get it where it's a big enough ball and it kind of holds its flavor but usually it kind of just turns all fibery and weird and <laughs> you're like alright what well, I don't know how it tastes so good Straight day two, it's like pistols. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you can't believe there's so much plant material in there. You know, where did all the hash go? Um, speaking of where did all the hash go, where's that haze? Right here. Um, but w- one of the things I think too with real uh, uh, like terpene preservation and keeping keeping live resin the way that it was the day you bought it. Um, I mean, our recommendation is like a wine cooler type of environment, like, uh, you know, not cold, cold, but, you know, 60 degrees and dry, 55 degrees and dry. Um, you know, that's that's where you'll not see a lot of stability change and you'll see the terpenes change and mature and get get more impressive a lot of the time. Um, so I, I think that's that's kind of the education barrier a little bit um, compared to shatter. I mean, if, if you you know, if you, if you have a really, really hard shatter, I mean, I've melted shatter down and had it reform 50 times. Um, but it, I, this won't necessarily do that because it's so rich with terpenes and it's just a different product. So it's better to just keep it and keep all those terps in. So <laughs> that's interesting. So like when you melt it down, those terpenes are gone forever and it's not that you can't reform it the same way because it's different. Well, it, 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 it just, it's, it's being, re- yeah, the product is being changed. I mean, li- live resin won't usually reform. I mean, I've had saps that will stay sap. They'll, they'll melt and they'll come back and they'll be sap again. But I mean, sure. after f- five or 10 times of that, it's just going to go eventually. Um, and that's just a chemical process. But if, if you kept that same sap in a, in a sealed jar in a wine cooler for six months, it would still be sap. Um, yeah. yeah, the THC wants so to be pure. Wine, now we need wine coolers. Now we, now we all need. It's like just one more thing for the 
Dab lover, you need now you need you this, need a, you need a rig, you need exactly. Terp you need an email with a built-in cooler on the other side, hot side hot, cold right. side cold. Terp saver, and you pull it right out of there, throw it right in, or just handle it with gloves in a little box. It's chilled at all times, perfect. Exactly. Don't even touch it because your body you need you need chilled tools, and it just like drops it right on the heat. Yeah, no, that's the one thing with uh, with all resin things is, you know, cold is your friend for sure, and heat is the enemy in all forms when it comes to, you know, when you need it for that moment just to form it or something like that or do something with it, it's awesome because it kind of reacts so good, just that mildest temperature change. A little bit of heat goes I mean, a long way. Such a long way that it's just like it's literally the, the, you know, and they have different points and some of them, you know, turn to liquid on their own without even having to work with it and other ones stay in that chalky kind of form for life no matter how you throw heat at it or whatever so it's it's so it's, it's like getting to know your materials probably the most unique way to become a really interesting hash baker because if you're always working with other people's material and you just literally are just playing rolling dice every time you know it's like well this one does this and this one does that and the colors and the, the consistencies and viscosities are so varied it's unbelievable yeah. It's crazy. Um, Giddy Up has a saying that I like that, you know, I, I was always a grower until this live resin thing happened and it forced me to, like, basically be a hash maker, um, which is cool. It was a cool shift. But he's like, he told me in the beginning, he's like, hey, man, you know, when you make hash for other people, it's always your fault. If the hash is good, it's because of the grower. If the hash is bad, it's your it is because of the hash maker's maker. fault. Sure. I promise. And that just means growers are more sensitive. Yeah. That's what we deal with, for sure. <laughs> um. Yeah, and that's why I say, like, if you can control the production, then you can kind of uh, dial in all those things that are really hard to do on a always on work for other people's situation because that, unless they get the same material from the same guys all the time, then you might, you know, dial in their material and they then they'll just want it. Then they'll think they can do it better and go out and buy the same machine or whatever. And then it's the classics, you know. So you don't want to make it too good. Hash has always been the same too. It's like with or with hash makers. Every time I teach somebody back in the day when it was just bubble hash or whatever, I teach somebody, and then all of a sudden it was like the better it was. Somehow, if I wasn't standing in the room watching the whole process, the yields were t- lower than low. You know what I mean? But if it was bad, it was like fucking chock-a-block. I was like, oh, we have so much of this. I was like, yeah, it's terrible. You know what I mean? Was going, <laughs> but the good stuff, somehow, magically, their eyes would be super tight and s- they'd be really high telling me, yeah, yeah it wasn't we, much of it. We didn't you? have very much. I'd be like, really? That's what we got? You know, I think the numbers never made sense because <laughs> that's the thing. Is it's, it's a lot of work to get to the finish line. You know what I mean? And there's hardly any shortcuts. There's a few, but hardly. It doesn't work out. The shortcuts don't work out. No, it's not worth no, it. Yeah, no. It's usually it's either going to be a major major shift in the way people do stuff, and then that'll be a new shortcut for everybody. But usually, the the actual daily grind, if you try to, that's the whole difference. It's like somebody who keeps their kitchen clean. You know, if you go to a place and you want to eat every day, and you know, you got to just kind of check a look at the kitchen. Don't worry about how the whole place is. But if the kitchen's clean, and that's kind of where these guys are doing, and it's like if they get their shit together, then it'll it'll always be on point. You know. Exactly. Kitchen in order. <laughs> kitchen in order. Silence. Terp silence. Terp silence is kicked in. in. Uh, I wanted to swing it back to Rye and talk about uh, the response to the article specifically. You're getting a lot of feedback on it. it had, was there a nationwide sort of 
interest in live resin, or is the article sort of part of stimulating that? I mean, I, I think that High Times noticed that live resin and similar extracts were winning most of the competitions. Um, <clears throat> You know, or placing certainly and being top being in most of the top ten. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think I think it's it's a trend that is definitely catching on nationwide. I, I think that we were pushing it forward early on in Colorado, but I think there are there are other people that are doing it at a very high level in a lot of other places. And we, you know, it's it's nice to see sort of the real story come out. I mean, one of the key points was the where did the term come from? That's what I, I really, really wanted to make sure that was in the article um, because there, that's the number one misconception I hear is just, is the, you know, a couple different things. I mean, I did, I, I believe I mentioned the living product thing to you, but that's not where the name came from, sure. you know, so... Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think but I was really stoned at that time. Yeah. I was like, yeah, bro. <laughs> he was just yeah. trying to talk through the terp silence yeah. and yeah. Yeah, creating um, a whole new thing. Another good gauge of the live resin is just about everyone that comes to town and hits me up, asks me where this is the first thing they're looking for is live resin. I, I think it's an exotic product. I think a lot of people that are extract heads have had good shatter and good wax. I think live resin is something that's not being made in a lot of places. And, and frankly, a lot of places it's being made, it's not being made the right way. So, you know, even the people that are going and getting live resin are not necessarily getting it, but they're still and, preferring and it to shatter are, a lot of the time. And people are, you know, misrepresenting the name, of course. Cause 100%. Yeah. You know, that's the <laughs> classic where they're like, what? That's selling for how much and where? All that. Well, that's what our stuff is now. And, oh, people know. have a problem with the consistency? Well, we'll just make a really terpy nug run and call it live resin. And, yeah. yeah or, or they <laughs> adjust their mistakes to fit the, you know, oh, we got this thing. It doesn't work. Can't make, or a lot of guys have a, they've had a hard time making it shatter to begin with. And now they're like, cool. Now we don't have to worry about that. We'll just leave it <laughs> right, the way yeah. it was and just call it that. Oh, no, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it is. I mean, it, and and you know the the key to it is to have uh, stuff you can replicate over and over and over again if you want to do it on a consi- on that level. If you're lucky enough to be able to do it yourself, then you know that's that's the few and far between. Because as we know, not many people. Well, there is a lot of people now stuck with closed loop systems who don't know what to do with those elves because they're like, fuck, what are we doing? They're lost because the the change in the whole policies here. So there, there may be a few more than we think, but there's not that many people who have a, access to good weed, closed-loop system, and aren't already working, you know, in the industry here. So you don't right, see it's it. a small pool yeah, of people that actually can pull it off. Some guys are like, how can you just, like, let the tech out there? And this has been true with Grow. And I actually... Oh, I want to adjust the mic so we get this really clearly, because it's a, it's a great point. I, I have guys Beautiful. who are trained and paid to follow the tech and struggle. And, you know what I mean? And, like, have a hard time doing it exactly the way that we know it's going to come out of exactly this way that we've developed. So I really have never been challenged by the tech being out there. Obviously, more live resin is better. And secondly, people don't pay as much attention. Same reason I passed OG and Bubba early. And I was like, all right, go ahead, and you guys go broke trying to compete with me growing these plants that I've had for a decade already, or whatever, you know what I mean? I, I've just never been threatened by that, and other people having the tech has pushed my tech, for sure. It's come back, um, you know. And I think that first point you brought up, I, I say to people all the time, you can read, read a recipe on how to bake a pie in the best cookbook ever, and it's not necessarily going to come out the way that that chef would have made that pie. Not at there's, all. There's so many variables to it. There's so much nuance that isn't communicated in the the simple written tech or even the demonstrated tech. 
And I, I think that's one of the weird things that's going to be going on in this industry in the next few years as it matures is that a lot of people will be kicking down the doors and saying, well, we know how to grow this and we know how to grow that. And so we're just going to do it on this massive scale. And this plant's no different. And, and they're going to find very quickly that it is different and, and the extracts are different. And, um, you know, people, people that have been doing it for 10, 15, 20, 25 years ha- do have something to say. And they've been sort of unceremoniously getting tossed aside to a large extent. And I think that that value is going to start to show itself after a lot of these big entities end up coming in and failing. I want to shift gears a little and talk a little more about specifically TR Scientific that you're working with. Um, so you guys primarily extract what you grow. Is that that pretty much the case based on the discussion? Uh, I mean, we're actually doing a lot of uh, other processing um, for other people. Uh, that's that's making up a large percentage of our volume now. We're trying to get out to a lot of places. Um, you know, we simply don't have the production capacity to make enough live resin to get it out to all the corners of the state. So right. we're doing lots of processing for people. Um, but, I mean, you know, obviously it's great to control all your variables, but we also, you know, we know people that have quality and we check quality check the material before we take it and that sort of thing so um you know we we make sure that that you know the the live resin that we put out is is live resin you know? do, yeah. do you encounter any complications say transporting something from the other side of the state dry you know frozen material and then processing it and keeping it stable all the way back yeah, I mean, we, you know, we've, we, we use coolers and dry ice, like really, really high-grade coolers and dry ice. Um, so we, we don't really have a problem. I mean, we've, we've taken stuff. Um, I mean, Bill could probably elaborate more on this one, but we've taken stuff down to uh, one of our clients in Durango, Animus, um, where, you know, they have their grow in Denver. They have to move it all the way down to Durango and then move it all the way back for medical transfers eight hours each way with couriers a lot of the time Jeez. who may not be necessarily taking the care that we would. Um, and we've run that product and it comes out stellar. So um, it's it, we haven't so much run into issues, but it's definitely something you have to prepare for logistically as a company. Um, I mean, right now we're in, we're in trying to figure out how we can transport, you know, 300 plus pounds of material from some of these outdoor grows and things like that that are going to be coming down soon. Um, you know, refrigerator trucks. Yeah, exactly. That, you know, that, that, that kind of stuff needs to be in the consideration. Reefer trucks. Yeah, reefer, <laughs> yeah, reefer trucks. They sell them on Craigslist Shout out to for cheap. <laughs> um, let's see how much time we got left. Well, we started late. Well, we got 45 minutes left. Awesome. So, uh, what are what do you guys see for the future of live resin? Where are you trying to bring the future of live resin? I mean, Obviously, the tastings are something that we kind of alluded to. You, you guys have mentioned it before. I've seen Rye post about it on Facebook as a concept around cup time. You know, uh, is it about building this culture of sort of uh, more appreciative palates, people who are on the Terp quest? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think it's 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 a refining of why people consume cannabis. Um, I think it's an expansion of why people consume cannabis. Um, I think a lot of people were not aware of these things, you know, even two years ago, like terpenes. I mean, the, the average the average like stoner, you know, person that smokes a lot of weed all the time, they didn't know what a terpene was two years ago. So, I mean, I think that it, it's, you know, and to a large extent, people didn't appreciate microbrews and they didn't appreciate a lot of these other things. I mean, I, I think we're, as a culture, kind of undergoing that sort of craft renaissance and, and a, a reappreciation of the artisan and that sort of thing. Um, and so I, I think that's that's a, a huge piece of what's happening. And so, yeah, we're definitely trying to focus on ways to experience what we think is, you know, the finest concentrate in, in different environments, you know, with, with food, with, you know, possibly cocktails, with, um, you know, any number of things. Uh, uh, talking about ways to experience, do you find uh, emails are better than quartz are better than titanium or there's any specific differences and i was kind of just arbitrarily pulling them out in some order 
Can you comment on the best way to, to consume live resin in your experience? I mean, I'll, I'll give my opinion. I know Bill has his as well. Um, I I pretty much just like, you know, very low temperature quartz. Um, I actually prefer a torch temp dab that I kind of temp myself. Um, I think I get more more ter- terps out of a, you know, a, a banger with a, you know, that, that kind of setup. Um, I, you know, I appreciate an email. I like the ability to control the temperature, but I think like a lot of the apparatuses end up taking a lot of the flavor from it, or you have a lot of the residue. You have to have like a real proper email protocol to burn it off and then get it back, Bring it back down, just, let it cool yeah. off enough. Yeah. It, it's a lot of hassle for me. I'd rather, I can just do my little count and feel it with my hand and then we're done, you know? Um, <laughs> You want to comment on that, Bill? I agree 100% with Ryan, but I am lazy enough and willing to, like, take that little, you know, 2% hit and smoke from an email a lot, like, For the convenience of it. For the convenience. Yeah. But I, like, it's really cool to me to be able to sit down at my desk and, like, have a dab. And sure. Not do anything. Not do anything. Just not have like a dab. Play with the torch or whatever. Um the email changed my life at home, man. My my wife like chilled out so much. Just having that as an access, a way to just like sneak away. I think that's actually the future. It's not going to be emails, but like new delivery methods. So I was going to ask, how does it work in a pen? It's great in a pen. So th- I mean that that to me seems like the pragmatic. You know, uh, there are some really bad pens out there, but there are some really good ones that are starting to really come out. Um, a lot more ceramics technology and things like that. And in the right pen with the right temperature control, I think that could be something that could be, you know, the future. Live resin in a pen. I was on vacation two weeks ago in, in Illinois and had, like, uh, I don't know, a pen that had, like, three temps and was getting awesome low temp dabs. And you could put, like, a quarter gram of wax on it and just go and hit it all day, you know? Yeah. Mike, you have a comment on pens? I assume you did. <coughs> That's probably a comment right there. I clear my throat every time I use a pen. I smoke cigarettes for a long time. I guess that's why I don't like pens. Because? I probably have cancer or something. From <laughs> 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 cancer is not funny. That, that joke was funny. No, so, so I don't know, though. I'd, I feel like pens with everything, though, no matter what I put in a pen, it always just... It gets ruined, man. It, it, it's there are shitty pens right there, and it's there's a, a couple good ones, but so many people now are still using, even if it's quartz wool and not just you know regular cotton filters. But even the quartz wool, like it, it hurts your throat, ruins the flavor of anything you put in there. Makes me sad. There's no portable, like you said. There's nothing that you can just get up if you have a family over and you want to go take a quick dab. Either it's <laughs> Where everybody knows what you're doing. Is Uncle Ryan welding? Right, yeah, yeah. Like, so, I I don't know. I I would, I I, I don't know. I I like an email, but I like, like you said, I wish that I would just be okay with sitting around with a torch all day, torching it, and, like, holding a temp gun on there and waiting for it to be perfect. Jeez. Temp gun. It'd be nice. It'd be so nice. Yeah, hot water dabs. Actually, if nobody's tried this out there. Hot water dabs. Not really, like, hot, hot, but... Warm. Warm water. Dab. I used to mess around with to that. Like open up the turps as they go through the water. Well, I don't know. I've never checked the temperature, but I just noticed that in the summer, summertime, uh, my dabs would filter different than in, uh, when it was cold. Uh, it would co- collect a lot more wax when it was colder and yeah. less when it was warm. Yeah, so we noticed over the summer that, like, 
that sour diesel deep chunk I got stuck on it for months I was really on it but I could never get a dab at my house the same as I would get on break and I was like what the hell is this I tried this a dozen nails um, and we I tracked it down to the water man. there's the water like, temperature wow, warm water it breaks the tarps. What is it? It's completely different, louder palette for any same, you know. You go a cooled rig and a warm rig next to each other. Maybe you going to put my rig on a coffee cup warmer from now on and see what happens. It's even just like 100 degree water, you know. So you're saying it's just louder? Way louder. It'll the Smoother? Less smooth? Not smoother. Not l- harsher, no, yeah, but louder. It has to be harsher. The vapor chokes you from the tarps. Yeah. Right. It gets you a little bit. You get that. Like a... That's the turp choke, K-Dash. Turp choke. <laughs> turp choke. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's similar to how, like, uh, you know, for all the beer drinkers out there, like a, a Belgian or a thing like, you know, you're not supposed to consume it when it's cold. You're supposed to consume it at, you know, 60 degrees sure, or 65 the, degrees or sometimes higher room yeah. temperature. Um, so, you know, I, I think it's, it's a blooming, it's a blossoming of a lot of the flavor, um, and it definitely changes things. Um, yeah. Do you think that works with any form of concentrate, though? Right. In my experience, it does. Yeah. Scientifically, it would I just mean, make it, sense. Right? Yeah, and it depends on the strain. I mean, certain ones will really, really, really shine when you do that. Other ones will not as much. And I think right. it's, it just speaks to the volatility of the terpenes and the you know which terpenes are actually in there. It's funny how the, a lot of things work opposite between extracts and cannabis, though. You know, because back in hot the day, hot bong water sounds gross for like a flower. Bad idea. Like you just already feel everything breaking down before it ever gets to you, kind of thing. Well, where, don't do that. No, that's that's yeah, yeah. Gross. Like hot bong. Yeah. Like you mean flower bong water? Like yeah, miserable. Terrible miserable. idea. But right? I can I but can do what you said. Dab in the summer on warm rig water. Well, yeah, that's the difference. Is rig rig, yeah, rig water the like the good part about rig water is if you really really were a survival thing, you'd be like, this ain't so bad. I could drink this. You know what I mean? But you could definitely not drink bong water. You'd be like. I, just I don't care. I, I've got gallons of uh, bong water, but I just <laughs> got a mouthful out of that little that the the bong there, and it was it was fine because it, it just tastes like water and kind of like what I would imagine That's if like I put dabs in my mouth. It tastes and okay. smells, it smells totally like different flowers. at the same time. That it smells like delicious. Buy flowers. <laughs> It smells like grapey flowers in your in your sinuses, but it doesn't taste like grapey flowers. It has this awesome sour taste to it. Also, maybe because I just ate a berry donut that's fucking up my palate. Oh. Not a good pairing, right? Well, that, that uh, I mean, it, it may be a good pairing. That's actually one of the cool things about the pairings is that it's not so much about oh, drink this coffee with this Bubba Kush because they're both coffee and chocolatey. It's it's less about that. It's more about, I think for me, it's really interesting to have like a candy in your mouth or, or like have chocolate lingering in your mouth and then you do a dab and the dab tastes completely different. Because right. of the it's chocolate. No way. Yeah, yeah it's, exactly. It's, it's, it's kind of, it's oh, like yeah. those uh, people have those magic fruit parties or whatever. I was just going to say, have you ever yeah, done magic fruit sesh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't, but we definitely Because I, I feel like, like an OG, because the flavors it supposedly affects are like sour, bitter, yeah. Turns those all to sweet. So imagine yeah, what all the flavors we fuck with, all the OGs, all the diesels, would all of a sudden be like crazy candied out. Let's do it. We Let's do order, it. We can order this. Magic fruit, magic fruit They're flavor good. party. They're good. I gotta try some of that. Have you done it, Adam? Have you flavor yeah. tripped? Yeah, we did. How crazy is it? It's pretty dope. It's like you know, certain things really work well. Obviously, lemons and limes and all that. Yeah, kind of you just stuff. eat it's a lemon and it tastes sweet, like, oh, right? It's so sweet and good, and you're like, really? You look like an asshole eating lemons. Exactly. Exactly. What do you What do you have to to do? Rig and you eat this. You eat this fruit you called berry. the magic berry, 
and it it doesn't you're not tripping at all it like does right. something to your tongue it coats your tongue and stuff that changes the shape of the receptors certain receptors yeah. and allows certain other ones so you can suck on a lemon instead of it being like tart or shit it's, it's super sweet, sweet. yeah that's and like cool. supposedly like cheeses become like super that sounds safe sweet or something it's yeah. safe yeah is it like yeah, it's, I mean could you do too much of that and then like it's irreversible where you're you have to start like making yes. your iced well, tea if with you do like it, if you do it yes. grapefruits yes it's totally yeah, well I, that's I, the problem it's like how fast does it wear off Adam. 10 minutes, like 10 minutes. It's like doing DMT. Do you get flashbacks? Do you get flavor tripping flashbacks? <laughs> right, yeah, like, can you, like, bite on the lemon and be like, oh, there it is. That there was it nice. Is. No, but it's weird. eating the lemons It's again. weird because <laughs> when you do it. I like it, lemons. I'll eat lemons regularly. When you do it, you're like, okay, this is really cool. But then you can really almost, like, almost in your mind, you can unlock it, though, a little bit because you're like, okay, I, I see where that, you know, you that where into that, that could come yeah. from that. Yeah, you're yeah. like, I kind of get it now. Where yeah, because it, it, it's just a modification of what's already there. It's right. just like a, a removal of certain things or, yeah. Have you seen that experiment where they do, like, if you look upside down for a certain amount of time, like, like take, like, 12 hours or 24 hours, something like that. If you do, keep doing it, your brain will just reverse it so that you take off the glasses, and then all of a sudden you still have that. It takes a while to wear off. Cause I believe that, yeah. It's pretty it's crazy like stuff. If, even as simple as, like, if you're on a boat and then you get on dry land, you still, you're adjusted to that constant movement. So, so if so. you had, like, the upside-down glasses for long enough, you would pretty, I mean, you wouldn't permanently get it, but you definitely get it for, you know, well, you long enough. Upside-down glasses, flavor-tripping. <laughs> terp silence. Terp DMT silence. terp silence. It will have some serious terp silence. At Red Rocks. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> so uh, shout outs. Do a yeah, let's do another. Let's do another round of shout outs, kid. You ready on that? No, yeah, no. I'll tell you what I love about Live Resin is I'm. It's. You know, 45 minutes till the end of the show, and despite a couple it's awesome... It was 45 minutes 10 minutes ago. He said that 45. No, no, it's 245 right no, now. That's it's right. 45 that's minutes accurate. till the end of their segment. Right. I got you. Got you. Um, yeah, despite that, I'm not... We've had a couple terp silences for appreciation, like Mike's current terp silence. That was a quartz burn silence. Oh, that's good. That was a really dignified way to handle that, man. Like a... I'm like on the fucking radio. I'm not going to start screaming because I'm in pain, Mitch. Well, pretty soon, like pretty hear, soon, it's going to be awesome because we'll just have a cut button. You can just like we'll put never your have hand a cut up button. Cut you. We will never yeah. have. Kid, we'll never have a cut. Yeah, button. I absolutely will. If we have new technology, we'll. we'll I will. I don't. We'll never offer. We'll, we will totally have that. <laughs> if I need to fart or something, yeah. Well, no, that's what I mean. Yeah, you'll have a button that you push yourself and tech you, talk you with the kid. It's gonna be, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> get the pinch one out button. Is what you're doing? <laughs> yeah. it's the cut the lower mic button. <laughs> <laughs> Shout outs, Adam. Do it. Start with so way to grow. Full of vegan I food. Eat a burrito bowl. Should I eat a burrito? I'm kidding. Way to grow. Shout out to Island mm. Pepper Pot. Exactly. First one was that big yeah. bite I just took. Um, Shout out to Way to Grow, number one grow here in Colorado. Number one <laughs> grow store. Grocery store, store. Good, good. Thank you for following up on me. Yeah, buddy. I, I, sh- I should have just said store. I shouldn't have even. I went I by there on Labor Day. They were open on Labor Day. How cool is that? They Holy were. shit! How was, how was the candy? Candy was very, very meager. Dude, they wow. have been slacking. <laughs> I didn't even take. I don't know that they've been slacking. Kid. Slacking I think or are the advertisements working? Well, yeah. Or are you telling everyone about people the candy? going there just That's for fucking possible, candy? That's yeah. possible. But I'm not getting any good candy anymore. So stop fucking taking my candy because I went into the boulder shop Skittles. yesterday. Skittles. All I had was Skittles. Oh, I would have got a handful of Skittles. It was all regular Tootsie Rolls. It wasn't even any of the good Wait, flavor. You will eat, eat unwrapped rolls. candy from a bowl? No. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> the little the mini Skittle bags, like with the tan size. Yeah. You grab like three of them though. They don't give a shit. 
not like they're candy police. <laughs> How do you know? I, I sit there and because I sit there and look one to one kid, just eat them at the counter and you're then just, they grab you're just insured that there will never be Skittles when you walk into a way to grow again. <laughs> no, mostly at Boulder, it's just been it's just been Tootsie Rolls. So Boulder, I, I love think they you just guys. gave like one flavor for every. Yeah, what do they have in Denver today, Adam? We need Laffy Taffy's back. Uh, Laffy Taffy's are available in the uh, Silverthorn store. And in the winter, <laughs> and in the winter, it's fine because we, in the summer, Laffy Taffy's suck because you can't open them. But in the yeah. winter, they're we'll uh, get a candy hey, update for the kids. I haven't bought candy in a long time. Is it real expensive now? No, you can't, you can't go buy it. No, yourself? no, I bought. I mean, I buy candy myself all the time. That's oh. why candy at the store. Is oh, I don't buy it. So, oh, okay. You know, yeah. it's just like I buy candy all the time, and it's pretty cheap. I don't have a sale. I don't drink soda. I don't really eat chips. I love candy. I just love candy. I don't know. Chocolate. Oh, they have. Sale on no no let the kid do this candy rant we'll, bring, we'll do this commercial but I do love also love no, the candy can boots can I do I can do be, can and I believe it's what thirty percent <laughs> off of the that's uh, even before you use the extra Adam Dunshaw discount your, you right twenty five percent and if you can Adam somehow Dunshire. say the word canna without thinking of candy which you can't because you're gonna be looking right at the fucking you candy candy, candy. so wait <laughs> can I chime in with this with this question from the chat room sure is it a candy update kinda not really though. Pueblo Canna asked this question, which makes me just think about Pueblo. I hate to even ask this. Did anyone ever try smoking hash with a, a meth pipe? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He said a speed pipe. Thing. Well, what do you think that is, Mitch? I believe the proper term is a rosy. That's what a bubble. Or there's a oh, the little names. bubble pipe. Yeah. Sure. Met, uh, really hard incense burner. The hole's really small. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I guess you could do it. So the guy in Pueblo has a meth question. <laughs> I guess you could do it. Well... <laughs> You can use a Pueblo light. Canna. You, can use, you can use a light. Yes, light. they have. Yeah, can I, you, I, I have tried that. You can smash Blake has tried it. Yeah, who hasn't? And how is it? it Let it him know. Sucks. Is it the best way? If it was awesome, you'd be say, look at my worked meth pipe that I had someone make me. <laughs> Fumed out in gold. <laughs> you haven't seen those yet? I'm going to hit up Johnny Carr and have him make me one now, I think. All right, so we're back to the commercials now? We're back to the, uh, yeah, off, oh, off Pueblo meth. Off the meth question. Shout out to Incredibles Edibles. Kid, quick on the draw there. Bam. Okay, go keep ranting, Mike. Rant about Incredibles now. Okay. Transition. There you go. You have to keep your turp silence to yourself. Why are right. you really looking like <laughs> that? I'm not doing my part. <laughs> All right, we the got it. What the fuck is going on here? It's the worst commercial <laughs> block <laughs> ever. It's the worst commercial Incredibles block Incredibles Edibles. There you go. What there about you. them? They have lots of candy bar Name flavors. Name them, kid. <laughs> Here's all the candy bar flavors. You can see them on the screen. They also <laughs> make gummies and shatter. Incredibles. <laughs> awesome. That was Man. not 30 oh, seconds. Keep going. You got to keep going, uh, kid. That's it. That's it. You guys took... 15 seconds waiting to look at the computer, which I was doing. So that's, that's the wow. other 15 seconds. Wow. Obviously, the live resin works. I think that's the moral of this. Brought to you. This blog brought to you by TR Scientific. <laughs> no, but really, uh, Incredibles Edibles, you can get them med and rec. Um, they range from 100 milligrams to th- uh, 300 milligrams. I think on the rec side, they still have some 35 and 50. But they're phasing them out. But they're phasing them out. Um, they have, you know, I think it's 13 different flavors. The Boulder Bar, Afgato. Hey, those, are, those guys make concentrates, too. They do. They make incredible extracts, black and gold label. Um, so you can check that out. Locally grown and incredibly grown shatter and sap. Big up. Uh, build a soil. Buildasoil.com. Holler at Jeremy. Call Jeremy. If, if you're, Just if call you're, him. Everybody, call him. Call him call today. Him. Waste his day. I'm, I'm basically. Yeah, his, you know what? His birthday was the, uh, a couple days ago. So everyone call Jeremy birthday. and wish him a happy birthday. Yeah. He, he'd actually. He's the kind of guy who would actually appreciate it. That's that's the weird thing. 
No, the great thing. Who doesn't appreciate? I love it when strangers wish happy birthday to me. Don't Especially you? Know? Like totally the wrong time. You're like, what? Where did you get that? Birthday. Idea? But Jeremy's birthday just passed. So Boom. wish him a happy belated. Give him a call eight five five eight seven seven soil, or just go to buildthesoil.com. Check out the blog. Uh, you could probably contact him through the contact us form and say happy birthday. Use some aloe and some other products from the other day. So good yeah, stuff. You, you picked up some products? No, wait, Ace has it already. Oh, Ace, but you, you applied them? Applied. You had the aloe and the coconut water. It's like game changers. M- motherfuckers didn't believe. They nice. didn't have faith. Now Jeremy says it. Everyone believes. Big up Dark Horse Genetics. Everyone believes them. Bruce Banner, strongest, stra- strongest strain high Stop times it. ever Stop. tested. They got locations popping up. Why is there like a fifth one there? Do they have a new location? I can't see it with Four these glasses. The it says Los Angeles, Michigan, Colorado, Washington slash Oregon, and forums. Oh, and click the, the forums. Maybe yeah. everyone should sign up for the Dark Horse forums. Maybe you should do it right now. Oh, look. There's a whole discussion going. News and events, new member introductions, site issues. Definitely looking like a lively activity there. That's How many posts are on the some of those threads? 36. This is like a new addition. So it's definitely happened. Hop over to Dark Horse Genetics. Sign up for the forums. Maybe we'll make an Adam Dunshow thread in there. Probably should. Bike, do you hang out on forums? Never. I'm an anti-forum guy. You just Facebook? I don't even like forum cut. <laughs> <laughs> Anything with the word forum related. Of course, check out the Jaw Farms. Uh, buy seeds. Buy seeds. Buy seeds. Buy seeds. <laughs> buy seeds. Big up Elite Cannabis, Mary's Nutritionals, Mary's Pet Shop. Again, if you need CBD, just buy it on the internet. Just like... I buy a lot of things on the internet. I don't know. Do you buy things on the internet mostly or in person? Uh, so, it's, I mean, it really depends. If it's something that I need to wear, usually I buy in person. Or if it's something you need to hold and physically use. But if it's something that... I buy clothing. I buy food on the internet. Yeah. like I, I completely believe in buying... Internet. Grubhub or... Amazon. No, Walmart. Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, Amazon's Amazon food. Yeah, they said they'll send you like frozen dinners and shit. Well, you get a fr- shows are frozen. I got a freezer full of steak that was purchased on the internet. Gyrocopter? What's the review? Dude, I almost it's did good. one of those meat things on... Oh, I didn't like your facial phone, reaction. Dude. No, it's, it's, it's totally actually... It. You broke eye contact. And you got a lump in your throat. You want to like, it's good. I will... Wait, you got you got an online random meat... I no, I, my parents <laughs> bought it as an anniversary <laughs> gift for me. Online meats. <laughs> they freeze it fresh in the field. You get it shipped they to you with dry ice. In the field? It's like the live version like of cows. The cows lay in there, and they just put it right on ice. <laughs> they don't even take the skin off. They wipe, chop off a piece. They wipe it to ass, knock the horns off. Yeah. And must be some sort of machete process. because they just machete process. Nitrogen bath it or something. Yeah. Just shatter it in one big exactly. shatter with a hammer. So Mitch so likes online Amazon meats. That's uh, <laughs> from the from the Amazon. Anyway, you can buy CBD online. I think that's something that everyone wants to buy online. MarysNutritionals.com for Mary's you and for your pets, pets and your cows before you nitrogen bath them. Who's going to start doing Give them a little CBD. cannabis infused meat? Meat? Yeah, Meats. you got to like. I mean, they were doing that, so jerky, there is. So yeah, yeah, bad fish extract. No, 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 no. I mean, not infusing it after the animal. Cannabis infused animals. animals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then make yeah, just like, eat them. Yeah, like like the pigs. Well, that's that good. Eat yeah, the we can. You just feed the weed. Yeah. I mean, sure. I really don't think that's that how no that problem. works. No, that's yes, how that works. Exactly that's how that works. It's they have lamb. No, no, that no. Tastes no like I'm sage. saying with weed. Like I don't think no, you're you can just to feed them cool. weed. You can just feed guy. them weed. Look at that. It's a foodie guy. So we feed that animal weed. It'll just taste like weed. But it won't get you high, right? No, I don't know. It will on just the experience. Who the fuck would want something that just you'll get turp high? You'll get turp high. No, no. That's what that's turp. No, I'm it would definitely Herb taste like, like what turps. it's eating, but it wouldn't get you high. That's the but point. But you would, like, if you were possible? smoking weed, it would get you turp high. 
<laughs> but, but you will not get. Right, you will right not bike, pig that tastes like sour diesel. Mm-hmm. I'm down. Are you with me? Yeah. yeah. Right, but it, but if you ate it, would it wouldn't get you high though, right? Okay, no, but that's what I was saying. I was like, I don't know how that's possible. Like, but you could use weed stuff. butter if you really had to. Right. right from the same but way. Then why would you want a, oh man, like a nice delicious pig? I know that you gave a shit, but a nice delicious pig that would taste like, oh, you just put some flowers in your mouth? Ugh. I mean, no. there's like Come on. lambs that eat sage that are really expensive. Like sage very doesn't taste like you're munching down on a fucking OG nug, though. It's not good. Tastes like sage. They I, like, I don't know, man. They like it. Some I don't them. like it. What do you don't like it? But no, I mean, you, tell me you like the taste of an edible that tastes like straight herb. It's not edible; no, it's meat. Like anything that tastes like straight herb is it not doesn't taste. It tastes like it tastes like shitty oil or shittily made can of butter. If it's usually <laughs> oh, you're talking about edibles. That's yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. Look at, can you butter. fix Ryan's mic? He's like bending and half to talk on. It's got the limp He's like Orson Welles or something in his yeah, last days. Buy me a new mic stand. The thing doesn't work. It's a limp. You got the mic all high. It's a limp dick mic. There's nothing I can do about it, dude. Jessica's not here anymore. Anyway, uh, you wouldn't... I'm just saying, like, if it was an accent on the meat, because it wouldn't overpower yes, the meat's right. flavor. It would still taste mostly like beef okay. or lamb. It then would I'm just fine. be in there, right? I'm literally thinking of a cookie that someone made. And then you could even smoke it. Right, did you get to try that, that uh, <laughs> weed smoked salmon? <laughs> no, I didn't. You didn't get I to try it? Yeah. We're going to try to get the Rosenbergs thing on lock, so we're going nice. to hopefully get some... We'll bring you in for that, 100%. Weed yeah. smoked salmon? Appreciate it. Right, we should fine. do a show for you that's a weed and food show on the Adam Dunn Show Network. Do it. Well, we could do that pairing we live on the air. We'll do that for yeah. sure to kick it off. So yeah. We're talking We're talking like weekly. Yeah, we, we should get you. Would you do it? Sure. Yeah, chat room. You guys want that? I think so. I think we have an audience for that. Of course the chat room wants that. They're food. responding well. Food's easy when you're stoned. That's yeah, they go thing. together so well. Yeah, like, you're like, the kid obviously doesn't like weed and food combined, though, so we're not going to let him. No, that's, that's, not, that's not, not what I said. He's not allowed. He's not allowed. That's not what I said, but okay. I'm sorry? That's not what I said. What did you say? I said, I, am, I do not like when I bite into something and I can't taste what I'm supposed to be biting into. Oh, like All when, I can oh, taste like, is oh, like fucking weed. When you think you're eating cotton candy, but you eat duck whip. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> fucking right, dude! Yes, exactly. So that's but a no. funny story for Rye. Oh, yeah. Tell him, tell, tell, him, tell him a story. No, I, I ate five and thought it was cotton candy. So fucking what? Because it was. I thought it was cheesecake. It had cotton candy. Right? It had cotton candy wrapped around it in fucking Vegas. So I thought it was dessert. It came out. I, it didn't come out with dessert, but it came out, and I well, thought this it was is fucking fancy. dessert. You know, it's come those candy. fancy mid-course desserts. So I fucking grabbed one and I ate it. And at first hey, I won't. Uh, well, I'm not done. I won't lie. At first I was like, this is a little funny, but then it kind of started to taste like fruit a little bit, and wrapped in the cotton candy. I was like, oh, this tastes like cheesecake. So I thought it was cheesecake wrapped in cotton candy, and I ate another one. And then one of the super <laughs> rich investors was like, oh, how do you like that? And I was like, oh, it's like good cheesecake. He's like, I'm sorry, what? Oh, he's <laughs> cheesecake. <laughs> he blew the deal. He yeah. blew the deal. That's why the guy was like, these guys I guess are that's not apparently cheesecake. not sophisticated enough that's to know the difference duck between liver. And I was like, duck liver ah, I almost threw up. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> Especially when I Googled that shit right there and like saw pictures of people just holding ducks' necks and jamming shit down. I almost threw up right there and was like, oh man, I ate two of those. But it was good. So I wish, <laughs> like, I wish no one had told me. I wish they were like, yeah. Now, what yeah. if they were jamming weed down there? What do you mean? Wouldn't that make you feel better about it? And a the duck had I mean, a No, that's fucking terrible. But <laughs> the whole point is, frog gua tastes like cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> in the right setting, in the right setting. In the right when setting. wrapped in, uh, when cotton, wrapped candy. in cotton candy. <laughs> it's mistaken for cherry cheesecake very easily. Because it's not even it wasn't even a, a hesitation. I ate the first <laughs> one and I and it was that was a little iffy, but then it started tasting like cheese. So I grabbed another one right away. I was like, this is good, I'm eating them. 
Fuck everything. Because everyone else ate all the good shit. Like, you got Jan, like, getting the little, the mini, the mini sloppy Joes that were amazing. Before I get one, he's like, oh. <laughs> no and way. Like, no. no. And no. then Pels on two, so I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm going to take two of these these cotton candy cheesecakes. Duck liver. Duck liver. So, there you go. That's a good story, right? It was good. Was that a story and a half? That was more story than story. you expected. Yeah. You're like, I was expecting a little less. Story. He's crying now. He's crying. It's, it was. <laughs> he laughed. He cried. It was better than Every cats. Every time I go away on these cannabis trips, man, it's, it's something it's happens. Something. And I'm never drinking. I'm never doing anything. Never. Maybe that's the problem. You need to drink more. Maybe that's it. Yeah, you need to party a little harder when you're out there. I mean, it did. it's gonna it'll keep you safe. You're too young to not party. Come on. I don't, I, I don't like You're the partying. kid. I don't drink that. Kids party the hardest. I'll sip on some scotch. That's, that's about it. That's, that's not what kids do. That's what old men do. That's saucy. That's saucy. I like scotch and I like uh, like that's, a good that's craft a, That's beer. a kid, kid who wants to be get, old. You can't get like my top I believe that's called the hipster, Mike. A kid who wants to be old. Man bun is included. Also, there you go. Bam. Shout out to my guys out there in Rhode Island with the pharmacist and the cannabis all-star. Third one. Be real, like I told you. See, I wrote it was a lion. Dates, I got the dates right. See, off the top, of my off head. the top, wow, off the top of the head. You had the dates Adam's right. Adam's gonna freestyle with be real. Yeah, you got my see my logos there, so I, that means it's official. The show logo's not. I know. Well, That's that can happen. That can happen. That can happen. Kid, make it happen. <laughs> Kid, make it happen. Throw a logo on there. It's all right. Jordan and those guys, they'll know what's up. They'll 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 adjust. They'll it. make the adjustment. They'll make an adjustment. But uh, yeah, it was it was Nor- Noriega last time, and uh, no, actually the time before Noriega. So last time it was Ja Rule, Ja Rule, and Noriega. So and Noriega. Kind of now it's going to be Be Real, Ja Rule, and Noriega. No, and I don't know. I don't think. I don't <laughs> well, you never know. Those guys they could roll in. They could roll in. What Noriega or Adam Hill? I don't think Adam Hill will be showing up. No, no, this is East Coast party, dude. This is the know. opposite of that. But you never know. He might show up. He's that kind it's of cool too because Connecticut. It's a big enough rare. It's not like Cali, where or Rhode Island. Right. It's not where they're doing it every week. It's like no. kind of a big well, deal. It's also a good location just because it's close to everywhere. I mean, right, Rhode it's open to the public, and uh, from what I understand, like East space. Coast people roll through from the whole. It's not just Rhode Islanders. No, New York people, New York, Massachusetts, Massachusetts. Like, if you still lived in Boston and you heard about an event such as this, Boston. would you go to it? <clears throat> yes, of course. You mean like the Boston wow, Freedom Rally like at the end right of September? He's going to go to get on a plane. That's a different story. Where are I? No, I mean, is it if they made a, ma- a road to Massachusetts from here, I might go. I'm pretty sure they I make there roads. Is a road to here, Massachusetts. Just yeah. have to jump on multiple. I mean, technically, yeah, your driveway connects to every road. Like you don't world, drive cars, so. right? Uh, sure, why not? I thought you only drive bikes. That's your thing. I drive cars more than bikes right now. I'm getting kind of fat. Game changer. Terp silence, terp silence. Terp silence. Where are the terps? I have no. Yeah, we're getting quiet in here. We're the noise. It's cooling down. It's not very loud. It's not as hot as it was for some reason, magically. I think the sun's off the It's nice. I don't know what's going on. Can I have another dab of yours, Adam, that you gave me earlier? That I was like. That was Tanner's, actually. That was pretty dope, right? Tanner's live resin terps. Yeah, I would like to try some of that as well. Yeah, oh, everybody wants to try Tanner's. Mitch, a little help. Thanks, everybody. Oh, we got someone coming from New Jersey to go to the Boston thing, Of course. That trumps everything. Oh, uh, I just watched the. Uh, uh, so I, I guess that's two things we can fill some time with. But I just watched the Drunk History New Jersey episode. Just was, was funny. Cool but I contacted those people. Yeah. And reached out about. Do they want to do an edibles history? Those well, no. People? Well, <laughs> Did you say what those we need to do, do is we need to have uh, whether it's just do our own thing without their permission. 
I think that's the way to go. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I don't think you really want their permission. It's not going to work. But no, if we want, we want to do a corporate. special. So it's you know, it's a three episode special oh. of high of history, high history, and you're doing it in Colorado. You'll do it in California, or not? I mean, have to be recreational. Why, why can't we so just Colorado, why Washington? Why well, you're making it really complicated, kid? Did they say this to you? Yes, we've discussed it. So that's what I'm going to. You've gonna discussed it with Derek I'm Waters and Chris. No, with the the other producers of. Of drunk uh, history, drunk history from Comedy Central. How long have you been discussing this? I discussed it with them last a few months ago. So we're going to give that they just got done producing this season. That so is they want to right they now. want to do a three episode special. I think it's a great idea. With us, yeah. well, no, no, it has nothing to do with. I mean, well, 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 yes, we'd like to incorporate that. But I this was Adam. We did the prototype sketch, <laughs> talking to you all high in San Bernardino. That's no, that wasn't a I prototype told you sketch. The that idea. was waking my ass up. And, okay, and but that was questions. The, that's how drunk history works. But but anyway, I don't know if you've ever watched. So no, that. so I mean, the, the the only thing that they're a little bit worried about with the first set of producers that I spoke with was just the taboo of. I mean, them physically smoking cannabis on air. And We're going like to eat that. edibles, obviously. Uh, I'll right. send them that video. They'll understand immediately how funny it but is. But I am going to get back in contact with them now that this new season is airing. I'm sure they're planning the next season right now. So sure. I'm going to try to get back in Your contact season. with them. We can right. get Rye so on, drunk hi- on High History. It'd be so funny. I mean, that's yes. High History is what you call it. Obviously. It would just be High History. Okay, pass my rig, please. Tell, like, the Alfred Packer story, all high. The Columbine story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. That's pretty fucked up. <laughs> that'd be awesome. That'd really work. That's not funny at all. No. What? What? Sometimes you get a lot of clarity when you're high. He's not oh. saying name a strain after Dylan Klebold. Come on. <laughs> Mike said that. You just did. Yeah. You, you just <laughs> did. You just did. Just like that. By opening your mouth. Amazing. Amazing. All right, TR Scientific guys. Talk more. Say you're hanging out here. You see, you're watching the show, but you're on the show, believe it or not. <laughs> Nothing else to say. You're done. Mic drop. Mic drop. Oh, what about Dark Roast today? Oh, we did Dark Roast. It look like a mic drop on our hands. We did? All right, I'm just checking. We did everybody? No, what time we got? We missed somebody. 305. We got 25 minutes. You guys got 15 minutes. Do you have any shout-outs you want to do? Are there any announcements you want to make about... Upcoming things, books, books you've things. written in the books past. you've written, articles that have come out recently. Uh, Ryan, I'm looking at you, looking at you on no, these. Um, Any most wanted? No, I mean, uh, uh, I, I just I worked appreciate. on a, a Newsweek special edition. Um, there's a couple articles in there. Um, one about cannabis refugees. One about uh, pesticides. Um, so that's out on newsstands um, nationwide. Yeah, yeah, that was a big one. That's like an, so far, almost every major hitting publication, as far as you know, yeah. maybe not the best written but there's still the time newsweek all of them they've all pretty much covered yeah national geographic i mean uh, yeah it's It's uh, awesome awesome (laughs) how is that spin on that whole edition though is it pretty positive or because i didn't see that when i saw the other ones but these are like at the supermarket checkout stands yeah they're at the supermarket with a big giant weed leaf on the cover cover. the best was giddy up with the money on that one that was great that national geographic that was that was a good one like i was like really is this oh my god money and the guns the six shooter six Good times. I was there the day they shot that, and she totally staged that. Of, of course. course, she shot. did. She was like, like "Can I? Can why don't you take all like, that money and lay it out and get and you get have guns half too? naked with some guns and just look crazy?" <laughs> you see, everybody's doing <laughs> that, that old school gangster thing now, man. That's what? I'm sorry. The old school gangster oh. thing is like the new craze right now, right? Ever since the straight, East, out, the of straight out of Compton, out. I've heard more. Of that era hip hop in the past yep. month than I've heard not, in fucking ten not years. Not that that's not the best era of that type of music. However, 
It's funny that. It, but it's kids like who like weren't. I don't know, like the Bud Tenders and shit are all into it now. Yeah, they were born. They were like two years old when it was real, and they're discovering it for the first time, and they're all really into it. And it's super weird because it's like people are talking about Clinton, and people are talking about Dr. Dre, and it feels like I'm back in the 90s all of a sudden. And you got those glasses on. I know. It's total time. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm celebrating. If you want to see something that has bizarre cultural relevance, if you look up the, the George Clinton Paint the White House Black video... I stumbled upon it on YouTube one night when uh, I was getting all high with a friend, and it's like, it hasn't really been relevant for probably, you know, 10 years, but all of a sudden, it's relevant now. Again. What are you doing, kid? You're lost. Lost Turf in the science. dab. Oh, this is lost in the dab. This is, <laughs> when you, this is when you start doing your dab, and then all of a sudden, you have no idea where anything dab is. Dab the ground. Oh, and the dab Dabber drop. Oh, that's oh, disgusting. You need to clean that first. Clean it. Just don't even do that. Just just dab it and you dropped it. Dab it. You dropped it and you oh, dab it. Do it. Oh. A biker would do that. A real biker. You didn't even get the dab. With That's a real long, man. With the inch long I mean, dabber. Kid. There you go. Ah, it is an inch long dabber. Now you're officially the man. No longer dab a scab. Dab a scab. That's what you should do. If you want to be a biker, you got to dab the scab. I live with two dogs, man. I dab dog hair on a rig. Fine. <laughs> That's the key to good rosin. <laughs> it is the key to Adam, good rosin. Adam, do you see the can of cruise experience is happening? Did I see it? No. It's happening. It's yeah, happening. Pony Boy will be there. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah not, it's, not, it's not the way we always envisioned it. No. It's happening. <laughs> it's a little bit different. Where's it going out of San Diego? Uh, I don't know. We can't, we'll hijack it. I mean, it's not coming out of here, obviously. No, it's not coming <laughs> from Colorado. A can of cruise in Colorado. We do like a can of train ride. Could There's you? trains in the mountains. Just like know, with weed smoke coming out the thing. Well, yeah, time. that'd be awesome. You stand behind. <laughs> or like tubing, tubing down the Colorado. <laughs> just keep loading river. the thing up with weed the whole trip, and then <laughs> everyone sits open. Lock car it off, though. Yeah. No open car. Open <laughs> car. <and> just <laughs> <laughs> be awesome, dude. Or just go tubing down the river in a group, mm-hmm. like sixty-four tubes, chief. In. Safe. Safe. Safe, as the British would say. Um, you guys have nothing talking about kind Bill. Nothing. Nothing. No. Nothing kind to say. Got nothing kind. Turp silence. Turp silence covers the room <laughs> like a blanket. It was ten after three. Uh, let's wrap it up. If no, people are looking for drops, there's going to be <laughs> a kind of a nice one tomorrow. There's some uh, really, really, really terpy orange heroin that's going to be hitting at Lightshade Labs tomorrow. So um, I think they're actually going to do a weekend drop for it, but um, it's really special. It's uh, funny you so say that. If, if you like orange dabs, I mean, it's it's pretty pretty top notch. And I'll tell everyone listening because not everyone's in Colorado and. <clears throat> I don't know how valid this trick is, but my Uber driver on the way here, we got we got to talking, and I tell everyone weed, 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 and he's like, "Oh, I'm a landlord of a dispensary here." Wait, the Uber driver's a landlord of a dispensary. That's that what he told Hustlin. me. Uh, he's not from America. Is and he? he told me his dispensary <laughs> he he, uh, he landlords over is Lightshade Labs. Oh. And he gave me his card, and he said, "Next time you go in there, tell him you met whatever his name was. I forget Alex, maybe." He said, "Oh, older dude, nice guy." Uh, Denver native, he said, "Tell him you met me, and he, he sa- I said you could have some for free, and just watch their jaw drop, and then say forty house forty percent sound, and they'll give you a discount, and you can haggle with them." But he said you could go in there and say that number forty percent. That? That he told he told me, and I'm telling you. Do Alex is the name to drop? Just find out who. <laughs> find <laughs> out twelve thousand people Uber Uber in there. Find out the Uber driving. This Uber driver. Guy. Uber driving. <laughs> <laughs> perfect story. Dispensary landlord is his name. You know his name. You know what he does. He might have given me his card, but I'm not l- looking uncomfortable right now. And Nobody uh, and everybody <laughs> thinks Spike is black, so you're pretty covered. So yeah, but some black guy told you. Could be black, could be white. 
could be there's, uh, there's also some uh, some nice race fuel OG Girl Scout cookies live resin at Natty Rems that just got dropped yesterday so it's a good place to go check it out it's on the rec side as well so people can just go in and grab it nice yeah. well you have to pay for it right well, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah of course yeah. I mean you <laughs> grab run he said I could no grab on the show 40% off though 40% if you just Bikes say what's the password up. What's the <laughs> password? Uber. <laughs> <laughs> Uber, Alex. Uh, are you guys going to go to Jamaica for the cup? No. Maybe. Adam, what's the answer? I don't know. It's a tough one. I don't know. It's, it's a like tough everybody one. wants to go. It's going to be way crowded, crazy, I feel like weird. Here's the thing. I've never been to Jamaica, and I I'm feel like I want my first experiences of Jamaica not to be the cup. I, I feel, feel like, like Amsterdam you can die there very easily. Nah, not much He's anymore. A white oh, you walk into Kingston, you're fine. If I if I oh, was okay. if I was a Jamaican, I would rob fucking no, a bunch saying, of wooks. Unless you walk into <laughs> <laughs> in, like there'll be some wooks robbing for sure. Yeah, there will be wook robbers. Absolutely, wooks will be robbed. and they'll be robbed at Machete Point. But nobody's yeah. actually going to hack you up unless you go into the wrong area of Kingston. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, oh, Island's hundred percent safe anywhere except Kingston, where yeah. people from Jamaica actually live. Yeah, where like the where the yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I don't want that to be my, like no, actually, my. I feel like like I said, Amsterdam has been ruined for me. I can't see, go to Amsterdam and not relate it in terms of cannabis cup and the coffee shops and shit like that. And I don't want Jamaica to be that. And here's for what me. you got to do: you have to you have to go down there and get in touch with with Danko or somebody and get a judge's pack. And you need to stay at an all inclusive resort. What? I'm not going to go to Jamaica and stay in an all inclusive <laughs> resort. You really do. You you what? make it your vacation too. Just put it on your American Express card, man. No, it's really okay. First off, do you, re- you recommend any first specific off, one? It's really no not kid. that expensive. If I go to Jamaica, and I'm going to Airbnb myself for like holy shit. You're just, shit. Bucks you're just a night. saying you what? don't want that to be your first experience. Foreign in Jamaica. country Airbnb. So Airbnb, Airbnb, Airbnb in Jamaica is super legit. So the last time you were there, tell me about it. I can't speak to it, but people who have done the trick speak very highly mm, of it. People. I've never heard of anybody Airbnb in Jamaica. People, no. Yeah, dude, because you get the, the rich white people's houses. I got that little quiver when I had to take a poo when you said that. I don't, I don't <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> you don't Air bed and breakfast in Jamaica. Airbnb yeah, in Jamaica. Good. You get like a guarded hey, listen, thing. I know they, got a, they got somebody watching. If you stay, if, sure, all right, sure, it's safe. Nice you stay in a local place and you get some local water inside you, you're going to be pissing worms. <laughs> wow, you have a, yeah. So, I mean, so you, you recommend the all-inclusive? What you it, unless do. you like yeah. some fish and bait. You if you're saying, if you're, you're saying, stuff oh, I don't shells. want that to be my first experience is the cup, then you schedule the cup around your vacation. You go there for a week early. Get, and there, take get the vacation. diarrhea over with. Let me call High Times and tell them when to schedule the cup. First no, 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 no. It doesn't matter. That's the cheaper time to do it anyway. October's is good. It's not summer and it's not Christmas time, so you're not going to spend a bunch of money. You and one other person can probably go for $2,500 a person. Uh, not a person, total. 2500 bucks. So no food, though. Uh, no, no, I'll, I'll oh, just throw it on my black card. I'm just How saying, much maybe not for you necessarily, ass, but in general, you're like, I don't know if this would be my first experience. You could just you go think I should just take a private jet or helicopter it? Is which one's uh, really more short. practical? The flight's only like five hours. It's a lot nicer. <laughs> yeah. The jet's the way to go? a couple circles yep. around. Cool. Take a refugee. So boat. go to Jamaica Cup. That's fine. I don't give a shit whether or not you go to Jamaica <laughs> at all. I was just making. Right, you guys going to the Jamaica We were going to take you, kid, but now we decided. We're I'm going to try to go uh, already. So I would like to go for sure. I uh, spent some time down there when I was a teenager. This whole kind of thing started for me <laughs> there. Wait, uh, get get. The, oh, this is a good story. Get this on the mic. Um, this is what I waited all show for. I, I you know I came up in South Florida under some Canadian guys, a very strong Jamaican connection, 
that's where I learned about oil. People people didn't even know that. Yeah, what era was this? Let's talk about when you first learned about oil. Late 80s. Late 80s. What? But dab kits just got invented. They just invented it this generation, right? Yeah. <laughs> so was it the same butane? I mean, that old tech butane PVC no. pipe? No. No. No, this was all alcohol. Okay. Um, ether, acetone, whatever. These guys were all like quasi-chemists. It really didn't matter the solvent. You can get it out, right? Yeah, separatory funnels and like real chemistry to make oil. But before the weed scene blew up on the west coast of Canada, all the like commerce there was Jamaican oil. Those guys all smoke oilers, man. Like, you know, a little bit of tobacco, a lot of oil. And so that's, I fell into that when I was like 17. Just buy it dude that I was buying bags from that I talked to to let me work on his pot farm. And yeah, and the whole reason there was so much oil is because they had so much weed and they couldn't get it off the island at the rate that they were growing it, so it was like packing up and they were just like, well, fuck, turn it to oil. And then you literally would find like oil drums all over the oh, island, you know what I mean? Like I was, I was there in 89 or something like that, 88, 89, and it was like, just go, once you hung out with locals, they'd be like, you know, there'd be just an oil drum at the back of the bar and you'd kind of go down and scoop out whatever you wanted and just people just it was, it was pretty gross because it was really dark and wasn't really like you know <laughs> refined oil by any means but there was good oil on the island it was just that a lot of times if you were on because I was on the that wasn't the stuff sitting in discarded drums behind bars generally <laughs> <laughs> no no but it was literally like that I was like oh yeah there's just a big drum over there and you was just like oh okay I guess you know you know they just had so much they didn't know what to do with it yeah it was ridiculous I remember clearly like they didn't get the concentrate thing at all i i was at a at like a trim scene one time and they had this ball of sensi gum it was gold man they were trimming with knives and cleaning the knives and balling it up and i was like what are you gonna do with that and the sister was like i'm gonna throw that away at the, you know and i was like no so they don't even smoke they weren't even smoking wow um obviously canadians knew about it but, right uh, so Matt Riot keeps posted about this thing. It was uh, he's talking about the Thai high fly, the Thai, what was that thing called? You remember the uh, the hash making machine that used to be uh, advertised in the back of High Times, a little like three oh. leveled. It was basically uh, filled with carbon in those little discs, and then it had like a reflux sure. system. And all it was was a light bulb, literally at the bottom, with a little cup that hung inside of it, and you put the and you put the product uh, at the bottom. Uh, underneath like, and above that there'd be a little catch tray and they'd have like a tray heat up slowly cause condensation that go to the top and then it would drip back down and it landed in that little cup at the top and it was uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, cool. uh, I- ISO 2 is what it was called I think, right? right? ISO right. 2. Anyway, there it's you like go. It's like the, the isolated the Soxlid extractor thing that was in the Cannabis Alchemy book but like the home version, right? Like yeah, and, it was like, and I had one in Amsterdam I still have it there in storage somewhere. That's but awesome. It, it was like it came with hash oil in it and I was like, I guess I can't take it to America. you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they were pretty dope. It was real simple. It was like crazy because if you opened it up the main thing was that column, you know what I mean? That whole column kind of made it work. Um, but it was literally driven by a light bulb. You're like, well, that's it. <laughs> that's the technology I'm working with here. You know? uh, to answer your question. So you come a long okay. way, but it's still super, like, simple solvent, you know? Yeah, and it's not that refined in the grand scheme of things. It's And it's never been, you know, the fragrance industry is very valuable. The flavor industry is really valuable. But it's not never been this crazy innovation rush in those is more about tradition than any whereas in cannabis the emphasis is always on the next thing who can bring the next new tech and and proprietary sort of method 
And I think we kind of are pushing that, as you said, like they're starting to look at processing coal just based on, you know, our, our developments in this industry. Yeah, it was super cool to see that. I think um, we're going to see other solvents being used cold, for sure. I know I've been playing a little bit. Uh, it makes sense, right? You can get the pressure out. You don't tear up the product. Super, uh, you know, become selective. We get less wax. So it's definitely a, a thing that's going to spread. Um, live resin beer is going to be a thing. Live resin beer? 100%. You're saying it's going to be a thing like you're... But you know the rule. If you state something exists, if it doesn't end up on this desk, it doesn't exist. So you better you better be ready to follow through on that. Because <laughs> we've had we had some rosin beer, right? That's what it was. Rosin beer was really from tasty. the chips from the rosin chips. That was actually pretty good. Peanut butter peanut porter butter stout. or peanut butter stout made from rosin made with rosin chips. And it was yeah, it was actually really good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. But uh, live rosin beer. You're, you're, you're definitely working on two different levels of flavors that are both very, people are very picky on. So you have well, to, like, beer is hard enough. Live resin would, would work great with a sour, like, no doubts. Like, unmistakably. Sour and sour? If you had a, sour you, had and a sour? you know, maybe a, a Durban or something like a, anything Agent Orange or, or Jilly mixed with, like, a, a Agent sour. Orange wheat beer. Mm. Like a white Belgian Especially white a jelly beer with like a, yeah like a like with like a Belgian wit or uh, or a sour would be I think that would be great let's I don't see why not let's make it happen I, I, I think the, the the live hop <coughs> excuse me yeah the, starting with the live hop live, live hop resin yeah is, yeah is the the key that'll be that'll yeah be. that's the game changer that's uh, for that um, you know yeah because now it's distilled oil is what they're adding back in like on those uh, Sierra yeah, Nevada hop hunters and things is, is extracted. And, and uh, I mean, when we talk to the Yerba Mate guys, they have, like, the the opposite. They have, like, this heat extraction process to get the water-soluble stuff out. So I wonder to what extent you could do the cold, non-polar wash, the hot, polar wash, and then do your... Post-process. Yeah, post the, the concentrated orange juice reformulation to dial in the flavor. And on that note... Is that Sunny D effect again? We're gonna uh, yeah, it's a little bit of Sunny D effect. back to the Sunny D. Hello, Sunny D. <laughs> That's why it's I the do, future. but only the original flavor. All the other flavors suck. They're all weird tasting. I didn't even know there were other flavors. And you can only drink the little bottles. If you get any more than that, it starts to taste gross. But if you have a it's little bottle of Sunny D, it's sometimes pretty nice, especially in the summer. It's weirdly, like, rich. <laughs> I don't understand right, how it's, it's thick. so rich. It, like, how it's, it's so thick, and it's kind of like a melted yogurt almost. Yeah, like, it has the consistency know. of dairy it just without having dairy. It makes me nervous. Reminds me of simpler which times, is, which man. Is disconcerting. Right? Yeah, it's just <laughs> like it has to just be oil. There's no other. There's way something to go bad about Sunny D. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's okay. It's I love Capri Suns too. That's part of the problem. Kraft mac and cheese. Kind of hydrogenated oil and juice. Yeah. yeah, no, the Sunny D is not a good thing. That's uh, why you got to drink the baby ones. You just get them like a little one. Just a reminder of what childhood tastes like. That's I, all. I can tell. I can see. Well, you I see get you a little guy, that. and then you get a twelve pack of Capri Sun because that's the way to go. But you say they found in like rats uh, and shit in Capri Sun. I don't yeah. know how that's possible. <laughs> yeah. How's that possible? How How's it possible to have a rat in a Capri Sun pouch? Just pieces of rats. That's what he's saying. He said they found rats in Capri Suns, which is a lie. They, they fill them up and then they seal them. And so they fill it up and then a rat just like dove in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. And then they sealed it up and yeah. then it came like, ah, and they <laughs> saw it. 
Here it is on YouTube. One minute, 24 second video. Of a rat in a Capri Sun pouch. That's where this person's about to cut one open. Which means they knew that it was in there. It's pretty interesting. (laughs) I want to see it. What the hell is this? Well, is it one of the new clear bottomed ones? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yes, they do. And that's only because he must have drank a Capri Sun in a recent time. But yes, they are clear bottomed. Ryan has a little kid. It's appropriate for him to know. I just love Capri Suns. I don't give a shit. They're good. I've seen them. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're so good. Guys, only 176,000 people before me have seen this video of a rat, clearly, in a Capri Sun. Is it there? I'm looking at it. <laughs> but somebody could have put the rat in there. He just cut it open with scissors. He could have reheat sealed it. It's Mylar bags. You just put it between a heat sealer and it's fucking heat sealed. You've yeah. obviously thought about this. How to, I have, how to because I was, I was t- debating it when I was buying my pack of Capri Suns the other yak, day. Uh, a Yakima family, a, a family a in Washington Suns. found a worm in a Capri Sun. Oh, whatever, I can live with worms. Oh, let's see, Snopes. We're going it's not Snopes. big enough to fit through that big straw, and I'll never <laughs> see it if I don't turn the packaging over, so... <laughs> this looks like a crumpled up <laughs> tissue or something. I don't even know what that That's is. That's a little That's gross disgusting. because that could be anything. But I mean, that could go for anything. That could go for coconut water. Why the fuck can't there be a rat in a coconut water bottle? You know, I, there could be. There could exactly. Be. And you drink coconut water, so. Coconut <laughs> water generally doesn't come in an opaque pouch. It doesn't need to be. What do, you mean? what do you mean? It comes in a container that is fucking folded over and it has a little seal put on it. Why well, couldn't a rat jump into that little wooden box? Here's a, a huge piece of mold floating in a Capri Sun. <laughs> a Capri Sun could have been nine years old. <laughs> Capri just, Sun is... Uh, I'm really over Capri Sun. Right, what Sun about Juicy Juice? Does that work better? I like Juicy Juice. Oh <laughs> All that stuff's bad, kid. <laughs> I mean, I drink more iced tea than anybody I've ever met. I'm going to have kidney stones by the time I'm tomorrow. Kid, you really <laughs> featured prominently <laughs> in this show. <laughs> huh? Kid, Kid's life has really featured... Because there's been a shit ton of awkward silences, and I'd rather at least make embarrass silence. myself than make you guys we've, sit there like, up with, a name with cricket noises and make it be all awkward. Or I've been saying wrap it up now for the past fucking 25 minutes. And we don't just, wrap it up. We're not wrapping it up. We're just going to sit in silence. So <laughs> I'd rather talk about fucking rats and Capri Suns than fucking sit in silence. We got dude, six minutes until get, we get your wrap up. I'm wrapped up, dude. Get your wrap up. I'm wrapped up. Are what you? do you mean? We're all wrapped what up. About you, what about your guys and your gang? You gotta give them a shout. Yeah, shout them out. You gotta shout them out. You gotta shout them out. I'm gonna email. I'm gonna email the club. However, you should watch on the History Channel though that new show. Uh, you better watch yourself because the gang is uh, coming uh, to get yeah, you. Yeah, I think it's called Outlaw Chronicles though, but it's George Christie. He was like the old president of the. Uh, you know, funny. Uh, Corona you know, chapter, I think. Do you know it's funny? Corona chapter of what? Of the Hell's Angels, which so is not a gang; it's a club. It's a club. So in biker yeah, lingo, yeah, yeah. you know what a, a house mouse is? A house mouse. Mouse house. Mouse no. house. House mouse. No. So house mouse obviously is a stay-at-home mom type. Doesn't want to. Doesn't work with the gangs. It doesn't work. With, sorry, the crew or the Clubs. whatever they are. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but see, Nick's on it. What do you mean? Mouse house, and he's, he's oh. claiming he's like, yeah, this is mine. Yeah, yeah he knows that's, what's up. That's cool. <laughs> he knows what's he's up. Riding, and he's always riding that little three wheeler out there. He's already got the trike. We you should give him your colors. Just need to put a motor on it. He's got a real bike. He's got a way better chopper than you. Well, let's do it. Way better. A uh, quarter mile, the van Nick flamed out. <laughs> flamed out. <laughs> now you want to race a child? <laughs> <laughs> and, and we'll oh, the winner gets all the Capri Sun. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nick yeah. Nick will race for Capri I'll Sun. Race for Capri Sun. He's not allowed to have Capri Sun. I'm sure, but I'll he, race. He for won't race for it. He'll be like, what? He likes. Uh, if you gave him a sip of that Capri Sun, bet you your ass he'd run as fast as you could get him to get more of that Capri Sun. Pellegrino. Delicious. Pellegrino. 
Pellegrino's Pellegrino. bomb. I'll race for Pellegrino. I and can settle. And he asks for it. And he asks for that. That's all he asks. I, was just I can totally settle. The blood orange my, is the my, best. My Pellegrino. <laughs> is that really how he says it? <laughs> my Pellegrino. You need to make a new song. You need to make a new Pellegrino song. My Pellegrino. My Pellegrino. I know. Yeah, for yeah. next week. Yeah, the I'll debut of my Pellegrino. Okay. That needs to happen. I just need one Pellegrino and uh, I can get that yeah. track rolling. <laughs> no, <laughs> I can just, if you take it away from him, he won't <laughs> shut up about That's it. That's what he'll talk about. I yeah. do love me some Pelly. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. Blood orange. Blood orange, of course. Oh, That's so favorite. good. Yeah, but you know what? See, it doesn't <laughs> taste the same when you put it in a glass. You have to drink the blood orange out of the can. I, it doesn't taste the same when if you put it in a glass. If there's a lot of ice, it's good enough. I'm just saying, if, if you, you drink the, it, the turps evaporate. The turps evaporate. It doesn't taste the same. I'm just saying. The turps. Drink half it out the can and then put the other half in the glass and tell me it tastes the same. I, I think the doesn't. glass with the ice brings out the flavor because of the effervescence. Maybe, of but it tastes more grapefruity than than when it does orangey in the can. Okay, I'm telling you. Thank you, turp. I've master. tested it, turp master, turp. Multiple times with the blood orange belly. Yeah, it's. Significantly better I'll than the have can. Nick, I'll have just Nick like how Coke is better at McDonald's, man. It's the best because they have more syrup in there. So it's more Coke. <sighs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that was. Now a we're having. Oh really? Kids <laughs> oh no, that's like fun fact. No, no, no. This show has gone badly no. off the rails. That's like how a, about a happy meal. That's the best thing to order at Taco Bell. That's a big. That's a big marketing ploy for McDonald's, though, is that the Coke is better at McDonald's because because they use more. I've heard the same about Columbia. That's what's really fun. Ah, yeah, it's probably true too. But no, the Coca Cola. Didn't McDonald's I see something like a? Didn't I see something like a McWhopper or something was going to come out? Like they were doing some collab. I will be like a that. collaboration I'll between Burger King. I'll eat things. the fuck <laughs> out of the McWhopper, dude. <laughs> 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 MSG, <laughs> M- whatever. I'll fu- that sounds my mouth's watering thinking about that. McWhopper. I'll yeah, fucking yeah. McWhopper. Well, when I'm you hope out, what happened was I'm going to make one. This? I'm going to go out tonight and make a McWhopper myself. I, I thought what happened is Burger King offered to do it and McDonald's shut him down. That's so stupid. They would make fucking. So cool much money! Oh, like they could have just given the handshake, and they they did the hand through the hair. So. Wow! They would make so much fucking money. The kid could have like changed his life. I he mean, would've... I have to sell out King Supers alone on Turkey Hill Ice Tea, Capri Sun. McDonald's and is so lame. Anyway, they should have they should have <laughs> jumped on that because they're going down in flames right now as we speak. The McWhoppers they have to consolidate, otherwise get, they're all gone. If they don't do the McWhopper, they're done. That's I it. go to McDonald's a lot, but not for food. I literally will just drive through and get it. <laughs> food. No, Watch just, children <laughs> stare at little kids in the McDonald's. I'll drive through and get a dollar sweet tea because you can it's get a sweet tea from them for a dollar. That's funny how Turkey Hill has tricked people from Pennsylvania into buying it from out of state. Well, no, it's, it's so it's, good. It's, I have to have it when I live no, other places. No, no, no. Okay, so listen, listen, listen. Listen, you don't know what you're talking about with the tea here. Bro, That's I used to live tea? in Pennsylvania. Okay, so you so. know that Wawa is where it's at then. Turkey Hill's not all that Wawa sheets. But if I can't, no, sheets iced tea is disgusting because it's like, uh, it's like <laughs> icy tea is the name <laughs> of the brand. It's, and it's a sheets Wawa battle. It's dog shit. But if you get the Wawa tea, it's the best. But Turkey Hill, it's okay. It's brewed cold, so it's not terrible. But Turkey Hill is owned by Kroger, so it's nah. But you can get Turkey Hill here. How many here. Yerba Mates did you have this morning? None, but I've had a Red Bull or two. <laughs> this is why I drink the Yerba, because I could talk all day now about What about the Turkey, Turkey Hill? Hill? But no, they haven't tricked me into thinking it's so good. It's just better than Arizona iced tea. So fuck that. I don't give a shit. And I, I know. Like, I like passion about esoteric shit. I know the chat right shit, now. So the chat right now has to be having a fucking field day. They're dancing. So, so it's okay with me. It was so much better than awkward silence. This is the opposite of turf silence. This is called turf jabber. <laughs> <laughs> The turf silence is so fucking awkward. All right, kid. I know, but it just shows. Yeah. Let's, let's wrap it up. We're, we're, we're Man, thanks for killing the last fifteen away. minutes for us, bud. You were sitting there in silence. It was fucking awkward. We had an accumulative time of like forty-five seconds. How do you feel about Pizza Hut? I don't like Pizza Hut. 
Domino's? Oh, no. What if they Caesar's? serve no. Pizza Hut at Wawa? No. If they had like a Pizza no, Hut oven there. No, you have to get pizza from a legit pizza place. What about Wawa Pizza? No, no, pizza. no. But no. Wawa Pretzels. Wawa Pretzels are pretty bad. Oh, my God, they're not that good. They're terrible, kid. Only if you're in Pennsylvania, though. Right. Because they're the export from Pennsylvania. Or Jersey. Or Jersey, but you can't go down to like the Virginia Wawa and get good pretzels. You got to be in Pennsylvania. Why is Of course not. Philly pretzels are the best, and that's proven. Philly soft pretzels like a fucking staple. How is that proven? That's like saying the cheesesteak is better in Chicago, which is bullshit. Chicago. Right, can you... Do you have any Philly debating points for him? It's fucking true, though. I've just enjoyed it's like personally. Rita's water ice, dude. Why the fuck don't we have Rita's out here? Why why isn't Drake's as good as Tasty Cakes? What do you mean? Because why is Entenmann's better than both of them? <laughs> no, they are. Like I agree. Like I'm not a I'm not a huge advocate of Tasty Cake. I like it, but it's definitely not the best on the market. So Philly only leads in Rita in water ice, cheese pretzels, water ice. What about slices? <coughs> no, pizza's better elsewhere. You can get a good Philly slice, but I'd say New York probably takes in pizza. Of course. Right? Yeah. Don't even... Don't but even no, not if you want a giant slice pretzels. that tastes like tomato soup, though. That's what that right, I know that's what you mean. That's like, South Street If slice. you want, like, a, like what they At call, two in the morning. Like, all the cheese comes off in one bite, or is it one No, of it's, it's a bunch of sauce with fresh spots of yeah. mozzarella melted on top, so it's like a margarita pizza, they call it. Segway to Rise new show about food and cannabis. It's it. true, though. Cheesesteaks, water ice, and pretzels. Produced by the kid. Philly. Yeah, produced by executive producer of the <laughs> oh, kid. Yeah, segues yeah, I fucking love food, though, so I don't give a shit. I'll eat bad food, good food. I, I just don't like beets. We all like beets. Foie gras, wrapped in cotton beets, candy. Dude. I hate beets. <laughs> and I'd eat foie gras again just because I know it didn't taste bad. If it you know like what you're expecting, right. then you would eat it. Right. But if you're expecting fucking candy or cheesecake. Right, right, right. So, all right. Now it's a wrap-up. Okay. Shut the hell up. Do you have any shout-outs, kid? Obviously, McDonald's and Burger King. Shout-out to Mickey D's. Shout-out. To no, Wawa. Shout, shout out to fucking shout Wawa. Out to Ronald though. and the King. Oh, definitely give <laughs> Wawa a goddamn shout out. Um, no, but shout, shout out, out to Brittany. Brittany shout back out home. to the dogs. Dog is here. Kilo L's shout out home. to the press. My mom, I'm sure, is listening. Shout, shout out to mom. To, uh, uh, yeah. That's about it. The club. <laughs> sure. Gold yeah. Coast Genetics. The guy who's them. making the things for the kid to hit people's cars. Yeah. 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 Right. And uh, that's about it. And bikes always Bike? goes on for hours. So yes, yeah, thank shuttle. you. Shout out to. Hey, where's the bathroom downstairs? Because I know the owner. <laughs> 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 you got to go past the glass room right and then it's on the your left. Garage. Before the garage. The yep. Thanks. Uh, that's your shout out. Yeah. Shout out to the downstairs <laughs> bathroom. <laughs> nice. Mitch? Uh, sh- no, you, me. You, you, me. We're gonna go. I mean, you're the host. Usually, you're supposed to go last. Yeah, I'm just we, saying that would be how that would work. It's more supposed to work. Oh, so, Mitch, why don't you say Mitch. yours? Shout out, obviously, to oh, I get to use it this time. My beautiful wife, Reese, uh, an amazing little baby, Farron, uh, Chop toddler, Farron. <laughs> Where's that? That on for me, kid. Sorry, Adam. You gotta get creative. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that it? That was you're done. You're done. Yeah. Shout out to the crew of Boulder Wellness. Great hash now. Now, because you're there. There's great hash right at this moment. Okay, There's some great cool. Gorilla Glue. Nice. Essential extracts right now. Sweet. Uh, shout out to my extraordinarily beautiful... What's going on there? <laughs> <laughs> it's your sneeze, sneeze. All right, we're all done. Let's wrap it up. To <laughs> 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 so my extraordinarily you beautiful... You can't just add an adjective. <laughs> you got to use a different... You can't add an adverb to modify the Why? adjective. He stole my phrase. <laughs> and little Nick, who is above and beyond... Uh, in, in every way, shape, and form, right now, crazy guy. Yeah, he's going. He's he's killing it. 
makes everybody laugh all day long. I love the talking stuff is good. The talking gets great because you're just like, what? I did. It's so much more fun when they start yammering at you, man. Oh, for sure. And they, and it's great because I'm like passed out on the couch this morning because I was so tired, and he's like, I can know exactly what he needs because he can tell me, and I can get a and just do that, and then that's it. Not have to figure it all out. Like, what do you need? Why? <laughs> what is wrong you with you? <laughs> no. So Does he talk back yet? Like not like talk no. back like actually respond talk back like, like no sassy? Yeah, yeah a little bit I mean, yeah. of course he's, he's a little feeling, for he's feeling his oats he's feeling his oats uh, shout out to Ace down at the farm holding I'm it down. not sure that's a phrase feeling his oats I'm just gonna throw <laughs> he's that feeling one feeling his oats he's getting always yeah he is now <laughs> he is feeling him before he sows them feeling his oats I mean I've never yeah, that sounds a little yeah whatever my dad always used to tell me to just leave it alone it'll grow by itself and that's what that's what you're talking about I don't know what you're saying I don't think he's bigger than he's way bigger than an oat dude he's killing the oat now Nick's got Nick's got a future let me tell you uh, All right, I think it's a great episode. <laughs> you love it? I think it's I think it's a classic. Classic, thank you. Instant right. classic. Shout uh, out to out the farm and shout out. Yeah, I did. Shout out to Ace down the farm. Hold it down, like I said, and everyone helping us out with the transplants and stuff. And Joel, the crew, Mitch, Tanner over here. There's another Mitch. I got more Mitches. What? I got more Mitches. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you're just another one, another random acting acting like a Mitch. Exactly, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. And don't forget to listen to JDR on Sunday. Nope, they're already talking about it in the chat room. They're already talking. You're did Tim get his badge? Tim we'll find out Sunday. Did or not get his badge. No, but he did get some reassurance that he can get an badge. attorney arrested. that if they didn't give him his badge, they'll sue the, the med for him. So, so that's nice. pretty good. So instant action coming up. That's Tim's who? either going to get his badge or he's going to be in a lawsuit. So this is going to be a great episode. <laughs> I don't know. A lawsuit with he didn't get his badge yet. That's all I know. So he's either getting his badge or suing sue the cops. The co- that ain't going to work. I don't know. I don't know. Is <laughs> yes, 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 that, yes that is what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. I'm producing this event. Tim suing the med. <laughs> That'll be awesome. That's a whole show in itself. Yep. Tim Sponsored. versus the med next Sunday yeah, on JDR. JDR. <laughs>